The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 420, 420, being recorded on March the 27, 2023. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Gonzalez, and as Jesus walks out today, I'm joined by my friend... From Weed, California, Gunny Chief Henley Merrill is back. Welcome back, Gunny. Welcome. Yo, man. Happy 420, guys. Happy yeah. 420, yeah. yeah. It's not 420 yet. Wow, it's episode 420. We're a month early, but oh, I had to get me. I'm drinking Coke Move Transformation Coke flavored cola. Okay. Oh, look at Ryan with the, with the vape pen. Oh, he's got the weed, man. Oh man. oh, wow, man. I'm oh, here man. too, man. Can you believe it? Yeah, this is so awesome, man. This is 420 and I'm here, yeah. man. It's so good. <laughs> From the great white north, we have Ryan Gibson. Give 877777. Oh, wow, man. What's going on, guys? This is another episode of Horrible Gamers, man. This is 420. We should do this, all right? Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. And from Little Ohio. Where weed is not legal yet. What? What? The Mayo, Steve Willier is back. Welcome back, Steve. Welcome. Hey, <laughs> yes, it is not legal here yet. So, oh, uh, yeah. to be a Republican what a, there. Loser, boo. Coast. Boo. boo. Hey, it is good to be here after a three week absence. Mm. I hear. I hear the AI Mayo did a good job last you week. Did a good job. Yeah, I mean, you did. <laughs> that I guy mean, sounded did. a lot it, like it you. It did. It did. It was a couple times I was like, "Oh, I don't think I would have said that," but it, it was pretty good. I mean, that was just like the trial version. So yeah, maybe we paid for the full version. Maybe yeah, maybe we use it on Gunny next week. Once it ended, you know, we had to stop the program. <laughs> yeah, it was like damn, but it was actually pretty good. I mean, it knew about the Camaro, it knew about the things going on. So I mean, it was it was pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good AI there we had. Man, not too shabby. Yeah, welcome back to Real Mayo. This is the yeah, Real Mayo, yeah, people. It's nice to be back. I'm in the computer chair and all comfortable and ready to go. This is the real one. I hope. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. We're 420 in it up in this bitch. Follow us at horrible underscore horrible gamers at underscore horrible gamers on the Twitter machines. You can also leave us a review on the Apple Podcast. Also on Spotify, you can rate us on your phone. And on Facebook, you can join our community, Horrible Gamers Podcast community on Facebook. And it's a closed group. Anything you post on there stays in there. There's also a page you can like. Yep, that's right. You can also support the show with the monies by heading on over to Patreon at patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers. Like our friends, Leahy. Okay. Leahy. Jason Sams, Robert Noble, Sean Patrick, Chad, just Chad, Ken Liam, Porchapu, Nipron, the best HP host ever, Edward, Big Boba Balls with the money sign. Okay, it's like Big Boba Balls. Boba I Ball. had them today. Big Boba Ball money sign in Ohio, all caps. I don't know what that. I mean, no, no cap, fam. 
Jonathan, Titan, Big D Hall. And the first HTP Patreon, Bill, still even the biggest D, biggest D, Garner the second, the Elden Lord. Anyways, big shout out to all of them for being the Patreon machines. Yeah. And you can also head on over to Redbubble, get yourself some gear over at Redbubble. Maybe you find some some nice like stickers you can put on your bong. You know, some nice, some nice socks you can wear. Maybe a clock to keep the time to find out when it's 420. You got to watch the clock. Oh, wow, man. Don't miss 420. Oh, man. Wow, man. It went by so fast. Yeah. And then, so, yeah, you got to, you got to, like, watch the clock, man. It then turns to 420. And it's like, it's 420. Yeah. And then you look at the clock and go. Oh wow, man! Four twenty-one. Let's party! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Never stop. Anyways, head on over there, give yourself some gear over at Redbubble, and big shout out to Phantom Mank for the intro music and Broke for free for the outro music to the podcast. And let's talk about video games and stuff. Video games and stuff, Mayo. Okay. And stuff, huh? And what stuff. kind of stuff? All right, guys. So this week I played some games. Okay. No. Maybe I played some wait, games. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Let me guess. Okay, go ahead. You guess one you, right, I'll guess the other. I'll guess you the other played one. Wobbly Life. Mm, no. Ah. Dead by Daylight? No. Uh, no you, you got Pepper's World, World Adventures. Adventures. No. Uh, Lego Indiana Jones. No. Damn it. Pinball effects. No. Minecraft. No. <laughs> you guys, you guys really yeah, we suck at this off. game. We don't Come know on, you, man. You guys fucking suck. Damn. I know uh-huh. what you played. I know you what you know. played, Jesus. You know what I played. You all know what I played this week. I played some more motherfucking Call of Duty and Battlefield. Now, <laughs> Call of Duty has a new map, of course. And dude, like, there's only like 16 days left on that battle pass, and I got like, like two little sections unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the whole battle pass, I got like two little game. fucking two little sections, and I'm like, well, "You oh, said that was gonna happen." Yeah, you knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew it. <laughs> I, mean, I got fucked up. All right, I I should have spent that money like on a skin pack or something. What the fuck was I thinking? Why? Why? Why is it a skin pack? Okay, because see, the skin pack would actually just give me the gun that I want and the skin that I want. You know what I mean? Yeah, but why? As opposed to the the battle pass, the battle pass just gives me random shit until I get to the gun. I see what you're saying. You get get to choose what gun you want instead of just being random, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, I have to work, like in the battle pass, you have to work your way to the gun to get the gun. And it's like, I'm never going to get there. But if I just buy the gun or the skin or whatever, then I just get it. Oh, so So, you want pay to win. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That sounds like a good idea. You, I want to spend money to get what I want instead of should, working uh, for it. You know, like video games should have this thing where like you could just pay money and they just give you what you want. <laughs> yeah, you know, wouldn't that be a good idea? Uh huh. If like all these like the new like, concept. Like, if, like if all these video games just had like this, like you know, I want to level up really fast. 
but I don't want to play the game. I just want to level up. Can I just pay to level up? That would be a cool idea. Like they I just want out there dedicated to just that. Yeah, I just want to like level up really fast and get all the cool stuff, like the cool skins. You know, like if I was playing like a Star Wars game, you know, I just want to be Darth Vader. Nobody wants to be no hobo Jedi. You want to be the cool guy, right? So you sure. just pay. You just pay to get the cool stuff. Yeah, that'd be nice. And it'd be even better if they put him in loot crates. So like when you open the crate, you don't know what's in the crate, but then you can spend more money to get more crates. Damn, there's a good good idea. It's a really good Sell idea. Sell that to the kids. So I hope no one from EA is listening to this. <laughs> you know, they could just put like all this stuff in random crates and you just keep paying them money and like give so them like until a, you get the thing you want. And like yeah. eventually once you spend thousands of dollars, you then can you have get the it. thing that you, then you finally get it. And you're like, yeah. yes, I finally <laughs> did it. I would feel really accomplished if that's, if that's the way video games were. Unless know? it was 420, then you'd be like, oh, yeah, man. man, I finally got it, man. It's so good. Oh, man, so cool. Oh, wow, man. It finally <laughs> came out of that box. I spent like $3,000, man, and nice. I finally got it. <laughs> anyway, you know how many ounces of weed that is man that's a you lot. know that's a lot <laughs> anyways anyways so uh yeah been playing a lot of that stuff but i also played some other games this week gentlemen a new game came out this week two new games came out that i played actually wait what you played something new two oh. new games two new games resident evil 4 remake Resident Evil 4 Remake came out this week, and I actually did end up picking it up on nice. the PC. Oh, nice. Uh, I've been playing it. I'm not that far about into it. it. I'm like, maybe, an, I think I finished the first chapter, so maybe like 40 minutes in, an hour in, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's, it was just kind of, it's kind of cool playing the game, because it feels, it looks like a modern game. And I and I remember back in the day, like the the original one. I don't remember playing it, but I remember watching people play it. And I don't. It must have been somebody that I knew that had the GameCube. It's funny you say that, Jesus, because that Resident Evil in particular is one of the only Resident Evils I've never finished. Mm-hmm. I've never played all the way through that one for some reason. So, like, you guys know the story. Pretty much, you're, you're Leon or whatever, and the whole shit in Raccoon City happened, and all that bullshit happened. And now you're part of, like, some special government team or whatever that works for the president. And apparently the president's daughter got kidnapped, or somehow she got kidnapped by these weird motherfuckers in the forest. So you go out there to look for her, and of course, like all this shit goes sideways really quick, you know, like you all of a sudden you realize like these people are fucking weird. They're all fucking like brainwashed or something, you know, something's going on here and you have to rescue her and then you have to get her out of there or whatever. Um, so it's kind of, it's a cool game. I like the, gra- the graphics are solid, man. The game looks like a modern fucking game. If you, like if you've never played the original, like I haven't, I mean, you just fucking, you're like. These graphics, it's, it's a new game. It's a new game. Now, the mechanics do make it feel like an old game because everything's kind of like a quarter, corridor. You know, you're kind of just going down the same little path, kind of, you know. There is little sections that are a little bit more open where you get into combat. But most of it is like a 
we're kind of going to guide you through this. You know, you're going to have to go this way. You have to keep walking this way. Um, but the controls feel pretty good. The shooting is not the greatest, but it, it's doable in the game, you know? Uh, so I, I started off with the pistol. I think I now have a shotgun and like a the, bolt gun. The shooting not yep. being good is kind of part of the game, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's that's part of the scariness of yeah, it. You it know makes what I mean? It, it makes like, it tense, right? Yeah. Because yeah. you're trying to fucking get the shots off it. You're it's kind of the same the as headshots. the way the tank controls used to be, right? Like it was it was sort of part of the, the tension, the, yeah. the you know. It's and better actually, that it's not like that anymore, but it was part of the game back then, you know. Yeah, no, it makes you uh, feel actually stressed out. Wasn't that the first game that they actually went away from that? It was four. So. It was. was a little was a little less tanky, right? Yeah, and they had the. But but I think yeah. but I think that just the GameCube control was so fucking shitty or weird <laughs> yeah. that it still felt really off awkward. I think you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember watching the person that was playing this game when I was a kid. The the when the character turned, it was like a snap turn. It wasn't like a smooth turn. It was like the the whole screen would turn, and the, like now you're facing this direction, and the whole screen would turn. Now you're facing almost this like direction. an auto target is snapping you to yeah. certain yeah. sections and stuff. Now yeah. now it's not like that. It's like a smooth. It's like I don't know, like any yeah. other game where like you're you're smoothly turning the camera. Well, it's like the the other two remakes too, right? They yeah. weren't they weren't tank controls either. They they were like a smooth sort of moving around. Yeah. With but the, the static you, background Jesus, stuff. With his, uh, his aimbot over there is probably what it yeah. was. You need to yeah. turn that shit off before the game play, play it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, it's kind of funny because the characters in the game, you're like in South America or something like that, some forest yeah. in, I don't know, Bolivia or some shit. But uh, all the characters speak Spanish, so I understand what they're saying. Hmm. And it's just kind of hilarious to me, the lines, because... They're all kind of repeating the same lines over and over. Like, it's like the same shit. But they're all saying it. And it's just kind of hilarious to me listening to them. Because they're like, where are you? I can hear you. <laughs> where are you? I can hear you. But, like, they're all saying it, like, in different ways, you know. But it's the same fucking shit that they're saying over and over and over. <laughs> you know? So it's like you're hiding in a bush. And, all the and one thing I noticed about the AI in this game is that they're quickly, they're going to notice you, like, fast. Like, yeah. If you're just even, like, slightly out of cover, you don't even have to be, like, close to them. You could be, like, pretty far away from them. But if you're out of cover, they will just notice you, and everyone on that in that little section that you're in, they all automatically lock on to you. They, like, automatically all come after you. And so now you're being chased by all these fucking assholes with pitchforks and shovels and... Some guys throw axes at you. Some of them, uh, some of them throw dynamite at you, which is kind of like cool because you can shoot the dynamite in their hand and it blows up. Uh, so that's kind of a neat little thing you could do. Um, but yeah, uh, I've been playing it. It's kind of cool. The bear traps suck because you'd be walking and all of a sudden you get caught in a bear trap, and Leon has to do this whole little stupid animation where he's like unjamming his foot from the bear trap, and like these guys are coming at you. And you're like, fuck, I can't shoot my gun. These fuckers are still coming at you all slow and shit. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of like pretty pretty cool, you know. Uh, I kind of cheesed it in one section, Mayo. So like, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I Did you go watch into, a YTV? No, 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 no. I climbed into the, like I was on the second floor. Like I was in this little section. I couldn't figure out. And I was like, I'm just going to loot all this shit. 
So I climb into the window on like this balcony and like there's it's like a platform and there's a guy standing there and he turns around and he sees me, right? And he's like, there he is. And so I fucking like I legit I I shoot him in the kneecap and like it's what's kind of cool in the game that when you shoot people in the leg, they'll fucking like fall down a little bit, kind of like stumble. And yeah. you can run up to them and you can I think on the controller is like the A button or something. Because I was using the Xbox controller. It's like the A button, I think. And you press that and like Leon will do like a roundhouse kick and fucking kick him in the head and kill them. <laughs> Which is fucking like super intense. So I did that, right? But then like all of a sudden downstairs, because I remember walking by that, that barn or whatever. And I remember the outside being locked like the door was locked i couldn't get in but i somehow found my way in through the second floor in the window and like all of a sudden like downstairs i hear like banging on the door like boom like really loud banging man like like somebody's trying to get into the fucking barn and like you hear all these guys outside screaming let's get him let's get him there he is let's get him and i'm fucking i'm on top with my pistol right i'm just chilling on the fucking second floor waiting for these guys because there's a ladder right there and these guys, as they're climbing up the ladder, I'm just fucking headshotting them. <laughs> and then this one guy comes in, he breaks the door down, and he has like a fucking chainsaw or some shit. And he's wearing like a fucking, it's like man bear pig, dude. He has like a pig head. <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. He's like a guy, right? But man he, bear pig! But he has like a fucking hog in his head. Like, it's like a fucking hog head on his head. Yeah. And he's fucking running. He's like, ah, I'm going to get you. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. So he climbs up the ladder. I'm fucking shooting him. He doesn't die. So I jump off the balcony down to the bottom. And then he starts to jump back down and I climb up the ladder. So I'm just going in a fucking circle, dude, up and down the ladder, <laughs> jumping down and going up, jumping down and going up to fucking kill this guy. And I finally got him. It was fucking hilarious. I was just like, I felt pretty good because I was like, yeah, I cheesed the fucking game. That motherfucker wasn't going to get me. <laughs> yeah, and I, I did kill him, but it took me, like, a lot of bullets. It, like, fucking legit took, like, <laughs> like three magazines. I used up, like, all my ammo trying to shoot this fucking guy to kill him. Because I missed a few shots, you know, because he's fucking moving and shit. It was pretty intense, Ryan. But I got him. I got Man Bear Pig. Good job. Yeah. Nice. Did he drop like a flower so you can? No, he actually back? he. No, he dropped like those rubies. Uh, I don't know if you are you playing this game, Gunny. No, I didn't buy so, it for. Uh, but I'll explain why later. They'll drop these jewels, which is like a ruby or a diamond or something, and you can use these jewels to like put them in like these treasures that you find around the map. In chest I did and shit. see that on a Twitch. And you, yeah. you use that to sell that to the vendor, and he'll give you a shitload of money for these treasures. And then, like, if you if, if you put the diamond on the treasure, like inlay, because there's like inlays on the on the treasure piece or whatever it is, you can put these diamonds or these jewels in there, and that'll increase the value of the thing that you're selling to the guy, you know. So that's what I did. I put like these rubies in there, and it made the price from like four thousand just for the treasure by itself to like. 13,000 because I put these fucking rubies in there or whatever and it made it like a super treasure or something. I don't know. That's how I bought my shotgun because the shotgun was fucking expensive. And so, yeah, I bought the shotgun. The shotgun's pretty sick. It makes people go like flying. Like you fucking shoot them and they're like fucking. You sh There's like an old grandma coming at you with the pitchfork and you just fucking blow her away with the shotgun. <laughs> like get the fuck away from me, grandma. Boom. You fucking blow her away. 
she fucking flies 20 feet back and you're like yeah i shot that lady fuck her nice thing about shotguns is like if it's like a normal enemy at least you can shoot the enemy once they fall down like you can run past them if you need to yeah you could do that i i've been doing that but i kind of just try to kite them a little bit you know but there's like there's a section that i was in in the map kind of like early in the game where like it reminded me like of a tomb raider like like level where like there's like these like huts but there's like these huts on the top and there's like these walkways and shit so there's people on the walkways on top shooting at you or like throwing shit at you and jumping down from the top but there's also people coming out of the huts and there's people coming out from the bottom like on these ladders and it's like these people were coming from everywhere and i'm just fucking running around these fucking walkways and i'm like fuck dude there's people everywhere and um pretty much what uh what I ended up doing is just using a lot of the fucking, uh, a lot of the weapons that I had at my disposal. Cause I think I had a grenade that I found. I had a flashbang that I found. So I'm like, fuck it, time to use the flashbang. I throw it at a group of people and it fucking flashed them all and it stunned them and it kind of gave me a little bit of breathing room and I was able to go in there and fucking roundhouse kick a few of them, shoot a couple of my shotgun and then back away and reload. Cause it, every time you reload your guns, it takes a second, you know, like it, like, He's not a Call of Duty player. This motherfucker yeah. takes a while to reload his guns. You know? Resident Evil, yeah. Yeah, he's like taking his time reloading the shotgun. I'm like, come on, bro. I'm trying to fucking shoot these guys. Hurry up. You know, he's fucking trying to fucking pump the shotgun. You know, you're fucking loading it. It's like, God, this takes forever. Um, but yeah, it's a cool game so far, Gunny. I look forward to rescuing the president's daughter. I still haven't found her. I found a guy that knows where she's at, but then yeah. he like left me and then he took off running and he fucking betrayed me or something. So now I got to go find him and beat his ass. So he could tell me where she's at and then I'm going to go get her and rescue her. Um, But yeah, it's Resident Evil. It's kind of weird because there's not a lot of zombies, but there is zombies. So like sometimes you kill people, right? You shoot them and they'll be dead. But then you kind of see them on the ground and you have the option to like stab them with the knife because all your items break like your knife, they'll yeah. break and shit. But like sometimes if you see like a body on the ground, it'll be twitching, like kind of twitching. like, And you're like, oh, fuck, I know what that means in Resident Evil. It'll be twice as strong. Yeah. You could run up to them, though, and you can stab them in the head really quick with your knife while they're on the ground and it'll just finish them off or whatever. Um, but there was like, there's been a few times where they have caught me on surprise. Like, I'll be like, like I said, during that, that whole scene where I was in like that Tomb Raider level, there was a few of them that turned into zombies that started coming after me that I didn't kill because I was too busy running away from the mob of people, right? So these guys just turned into zombies and they come chasing you and then you start, you know, you start pumping bullets into them and they just don't die, dude. You know, you just... You're legit shooting these guys like 10 times and you're like, how the fuck is this guy not dead yet? <laughs> you know, like I've shot you six times, guy. Fuck. Right in the head, right? Like it's yeah. still, they're still going. Yeah. They'll be like, coming at you, you fucking just unloading on this guy. You know, you're hitting him in the chest, dead on the chest, like four times, man. And he's just not dropping. And you're like, fuck, man. You're right. You're like, damn it. That's like my, uh, wasted all my bullets <laughs> experience, my Resident Evil 2 remake experience. Yeah. Right. Where I actually still have that save where I'm at the very end, but I don't have like 
I don't have like a fucking fucking Uzi to take him down. Like I've got every other weapon, <laughs> but it's like, oh, you need to have that weapon because you're going to need it. Mm-hmm. And it's hard as balls. Like I made it all the way to the very end. Like it's the end of the game, but yeah. You can't beat the guy. <laughs> bullet sponge. Yeah. Yeah. And I assume, I assume you pretty much have uh it has ultra wide support and everything. Like pretty much it all does. the new games does. So they yeah. did kind of to change it up and I bet it probably looks pretty good with the, with the blacks on that OLED. Mm-hmm. Screen, oh, it looks probably... fucking great, dude. Like, yeah, it looks, it looks really fucking good. Like I was telling you, man, even the cutscenes, everything has been remade. So like everything looks modern. It looks like a new game. Like, like they could have released this as new Resident Evil. And people, you would have believed it. You're like, yeah, this is a new Resident Evil. Like, well, if you yeah. hadn't played it before, yeah, if you haven't played it before. <laughs> right. So like, yeah, literally this could be like a new game. Like, for yeah. me, it's, it is a new game. You know, I know it's a remake, but in, in my experience, it's a new game. Yeah. Um, it's, it's almost like a reimagining. Right. Yeah. Which I feel like some other companies could probably do this with some other titles. You know, like there's titles out there that I wish were remade like this. Like yeah, I'm thinking back, thing seems to be here right now though. It's yeah. like remakes, you know. They just been really into the. But the like, remakes. I mean, I wish like some of, like some of the old games, like old classics, were like remade like this, man. Like you think about like if some of the Assassin's Creed games were remade with today's Assassin's Creed graphics, hmm. they would be fucking sick. They would look amazing. I mean, some of the gameplay mechanics would be a little like weird, you know, because yeah, but it would be cool. To experience them um anyways yeah so i played some resident evil 4 and actually got it pretty cheap gunny if you're looking to buy this on the pc i highly recommend you go to cd keys because i got the game for like 40 bucks and and i got it the day it came out for 40 bucks nice you know so on steam it was 60 bucks and i got it for 40 bucks and the crazy thing is when i when i redeemed the code it still gave me all the pre-order bonuses it's like, oh, yeah, you unlocked like, this, been doing and that this and this a lot lately. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. I pre-ordered. Yeah, I got all this cool shit. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like the old day where you know we had a lot of physical. They'll use for like two seconds and then get. never use again. I don't yeah. even know how to use it to be. I honest, got all man. this cool shit, man. It's I got so this cool. cool shit, man. I don't even Look know how me. to use it. Uh, but there is DLC you can buy already for the game on Steam. You can you can look at the DLC list. Some is like sunglasses for Leon, a new outfit for him or whatever. Like just dumb skins and shit. They, they all so cost, stupid, man. They all cost like three dollars too. Like each little piece, like the sunglasses cost two dollars. The jacket costs four dollars. Hmm. The pants cost two dollars. You were just Shoot. saying earlier. Jesus, but how you wanted this? This is uh, what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I want to buy specifically what I want. <laughs> Not a battle pass. You're right. You're right. But you know, I think, I think if they, they had, had a, a battle, pass, battle pass, <laughs> if they had a battle pass, it would be kind of cool. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. a season pass. <laughs> give you a bunch of objectives in the game yeah. you have to clear the first area without using a shotgun yeah. jesus is like fuck oh, fuck i'm dead i'm not gonna do this fuck this fuck this battle pass is trash you can't trash you can't cheat pass. you can't use a ladder and move, loop around over and over you must stand in a certain yeah. area you must fight man pig in the same level the whole time yeah. <laughs> you must not leave the second floor <laughs> <laughs> shit but yeah um cool game cool game i want to see what's going on in the game there's like some cold shit going on some weird shit i don't know people are sick or something i don't know 
Uh, anyways, besides that, I actually played another new game this week. It's actually oh wow, this game came another out one? on. I believe it came out on the 23rd, so it would have been the end of last week, beginning of this week it came out. Uh, was, it, was it G? No, end of last week. So last Thursday this game came out. So after last week's show, I, I went on Steam, started looking at new releases, and I found a game called Deceive Inc. Now, I remember speci- specifically seeing a trailer for this game. I want to say during E3... Last year, and no, but I don't think it was E3. I think it was one of those showcases that Microsoft does. Wow. Either Microsoft or Sony did it, where this game, this game was showcased, and I don't know which one it was. I don't know if it was the Microsoft or the or the PlayStation. But I, I don't remember it. So, I spe- this game okay has the aesthetic. It's like an uh, I want to say like a seventies, eighties. No, it's like not like a sixties. It has like a sixties vibe. What was it called? Deceive Inc. And Deceive Inc. is pretty much like uh, if you ever played. Uh, uh, I don't know. Have you guys ever played like the Assassin's Creed multiplayer? Yeah, a long time ago. Where you're like disguised as like an NPC in the map, and then you have to like do objectives or like kill people and shit. Well, this is kind of the same thing. You're like it's so it's like 60s style male and gunning, mm-hmm. Ryan. Think of Austin Powers, okay? That's where I'm gonna put you there. Think of Austin Powers. Okay. That style, that kind of like style of like you're wearing like the the weird outfits, you know, like the the fucking afros and like the fucking weird like the 60s vibe, you know, spy shit. You know, you got cool spy shit going on. And this game is multiplayer only. There's no single player. So you can play in, in solo mode or in a team mode. And the game starts off where you spawn in the map and you, you have to pick a spy, like a spy that you want to be before the match begins. And they each have different abilities. So like some of them will be like, once you get spotted, if you get damaged, your character goes into like a super, uh, like a no damage mode. So you don't get damaged for two seconds. Or like the other guy is like, this guy, he can, like, if he gets damaged, he can, like, go back into cover, like, pretty quickly if you hide or something. And, like, they each have different types of weapons. Like, one's carrying, like, a revolver that shoots kind of slow. The other chick, she has, like, a sniper rifle. The other chick has, like, a dual pistol set up. Uh, the other chick has, like, a like a submachine gun. They all have, like, different types of weapons on them. And anyways, you you spawn in the map, and you are an NPC. Like, the game will start off, and you're an NPC in the map. Now, the job in the map, there's three objectives. The first objective is to disable the security in the vault. So there's three different... Um, in the map, there'll be three different security... Uh, I want to say, like, like, checkpoints or, like, rooms that you have to, like, find a way into the room, you know? And when you get into the room, you disable the terminal, which takes, like, five seconds to do. And that disables that terminal. And when all three terminals in the map have been disabled, either by you or by the other players in the game, the vault opens up. So now you have to make your way to the vault and then you have to steal like this fucking, it'll be like a briefcase in like the special section of the vault. Are you guys all working together or are you? You No, you're trying to beat the other spice to it. But like, like in the beginning phase, it's called the ins- the insertion phase. Like so, in the beginning, when the vault's locked down and you have to open it up, there's a timer, 
and then it'll say timers 20 minutes. So you guys have 20 minutes to get that vault open. If not, the mission is filled for everybody. So if you get a thing, like say like uh, somebody opens one of the vault checkpoints or whatever, it'll like you'll get an announcement that says the vault, somebody has activated one of the vault terminals. And then like the game will kind of give you like a quirky little like, hey, maybe somebody else is doing your job for you. Or maybe you should get on your job and do your actual job instead of walking around or whatever. Like the game will give you like some stupid one-liner to like make fun of you. <laughs> and then once the vault is open, you get into the vault, but the vault is not like a bank vault. It's not like you walk in and this is the vault. No, it'll be like, think of like a... That one game mail where you're the bad guy, the like evil genius, where there's like a layer, right? Mm -hmm. So you go in and there's like scientists working and there's like security guards and there's scientists working everywhere. And you have to get into the specific room inside the vault to grab this briefcase and you got to get the fuck out. So there's an extraction point on the map. It's the same extraction point for everybody. And once you get there, you have to call the car and the car takes like... I don't know, 30 seconds, like 10 seconds to spawn in. And then you have to stand inside the circle where the car is parked for like 30 seconds for you to extract. During this whole fucking time, every other spy on the map knows that you have the case. Because once, once somebody grabs the case, it'll be like, okay, extraction is now happening. And it'll kind of ping the guy carrying the case. It'll ping that person for everybody on the map every like five seconds. So you got to keep fucking running, dude. Because every five seconds, it's giving away your location. It's saying, like, this guy's standing right here. He's right here. He's right here. So every five seconds, you're trying to keep moving, right? And the shit gets pretty intense, man. Because, like, there was a few matches where, like, I intercepted the guy who stole the vault, the, like, the fucking case. And then I made it to the extraction. And fuck, dude, there was, like, three spies at the extraction just fucking waiting for me. They all had their yeah, guns out. And they all had their guns out fucking ready to shoot. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. And uh, so, yeah, it's kind of like a cool game. It's kind of like hide and seek and do these objectives. And like, you can find like, like these key cards and these key cards open certain doors. Like the blue card opens all the blue doors. The, the red card opens all the red doors. The green card opens all the green doors. And like some sections of the map, guys, like you can go into it, but you you will get spotted by the security or the people in there. So, like, if you're in a restricted area where, like, only the housekeeping staff can be in, you have to be disguised as the housekeeping staff. And now, to get the disguise is pretty easy. You kind of walk up... You can walk up to any character in the game, and you hold down the E key, I think, and it'll change to that person. Like, you just hold it down, little meter will fill up, and then you disguise yourself as that character, as, as that NPC. So now you're like, now your character looks like that NPC, right? And then you run around, you could do whatever you want as that NPC. So like, if you're a security guard, you could pretty much get anywhere because security is kind of allowed everywhere. But if you're a housekeeper, maybe you can only go to certain sections of the map, right? If you're a scientist, when you're in the lab area or like the vault, it's easier to get around as a scientist than it is a security guard because the security guard isn't allowed where the scientists are allowed. So it's kind of like you playing like this hide and seek. Oh, yeah, like this Hitman style hide and seek type <clears throat> shit, right? Where you're switching up characters, you're switching up your outfits. It's a very cool little game mail. I think it would be fun to play with friends. I just don't think any one of you guys would ever buy it. The game cost, I believe it was like $18. It's on the Steam sale right now. It's, it was $18. Um, 
I bought it just to try it mm-hmm. out, but it was actually a lot of fun. I, mean, I I played for like two or three hours straight the other day. And I was having a blast with it. Like even the multiplayer was fun. I don't. I never figured out how to talk to the other people. There must be a push to talk, but I don't know which key it is. And like, the game doesn't show any key binds that I could see, so I don't know what the fuck the push to talk is. I tried Control. I tried Alt. Didn't work. I tried Z. It didn't work. Or I tried V. It didn't work. I don't know, man. I was trying different shit. Sometimes T. They don't want to break something, but like. The team mode is kind of weird because there's three of you on the team and there's like three other teams on the map. So there's like 12 people on the map, but there's, they're in teams, right? So like, you think, okay, do I follow my teammates around? Like, is one of us the leader? Who the fuck is leading us? Where are we going? Which objective are we headed towards? It's kind of like, I kind of don't like the team mode as much because you end up like one of your guys end up running off killed because he gets spotted by the other team you know because they find out like like you gotta act like an npc man when you're walking around the map because people will spot you right you can't just be running around because the npcs don't just run around the map you know you can't be jumping around because people will be like oh the npcs don't jump that guy why the fuck is he jumping um so yeah and so it's kind of like a it's a cool little game it's a spy versus spy game and uh I recommend yeah. it for people that like games like that, like like a like a kind of like a like I want to say, like I said, like an Assassin's Creed multiplayer style, where you're kind of hiding from the enemy, but you're also like trying to spot them, you know. And it's and it feels really cool when you like when you're acting like an NPC, and then you spot the other guy, and you're like, oh, I know, I know that's a guy, I know that's male over there in that in that dress, that's fucking male. I'm gonna kill him. Yeah, I remember those days. Not any dress over here. Come on. And then you (laughs) You would wear a dress. Then you fucking shoot him and (laughs) get a brawl. I know you. Yeah, I know that's Mayo. I see his big shiny bald head. Cross dresser. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Not climbing up any Camaro in a dress. I hate to tell you. But everything, but everything in this game, like I said, is very Austin Powers looking. So everything's very sixties looking. Um, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like the cars, yeah. the cars are totally like sixties, like spy cars or whatever. You know, like they have like the weird looking fin on the back of the car and shit. Makes All me like, think uh, of uh, God. What was that game? Vigilante Eight, that kind of yeah, style. Yeah, it almost yeah. kind of gave me like a Death Loop vibe, kind Ooh. of. Deathloop, yeah. Deathloop yeah. is Loop is more dark and serious. This game is not that at all. This game is like a cartoon. It's more cartoony, yeah. yeah. What was that shooter that was like that? There was a shooter that was like very 70s-ish. It was a long time ago. Fuck. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, it's a cool style. Baby. I keep thinking, for some reason, I keep thinking nobody saves the world, but I know that's not the... Hmm. It's, almost, it's almost a Bond movie game game yeah but like it has like has a Mm. title that's like that (coughs) no one lives forever (laughs) (laughs) something (laughs) that's the name of the movie uh, google it but but yeah i i enjoyed the game and i don't know if this is on i believe it has to be on consoles i i was looking it's on playstation 5 uh series x and s Windows. Well, this article is from twenty 
2022. But I saw it's on the Epic Store. It's on Steam. So yeah. it'll be on everything. And I know I saw this, Jesus. I I want to say I even saw it on console. Like I was looking through the store mm. a few months ago because it's this game's already well over a year old. But I think oh, it has like it. a free weekend you can play. <clears throat> Not recently, well, but. How is it over a year old? It literally just came out. Yeah, no, it says November 2022. Initial release uh, date. I know what it was. I know what it was. That was probably a beta or something, or like Epic exclusive. Or like the yeah, I'm thinking Epic is what it was, like an early access. Because it says here on the, I'm looking. This this is where I bought bought it on CD keys for twelve dollars. I'm lying. I didn't pay twenty bucks for this shit. I bought it for twelve bucks. Yeah, because the feature (laughs) is to download it on Epic. That's on on CD keys mail. This game is twelve dollars and ninety and eighty nine cents. That's that's where I bought it. I think yeah, that's where I bought it. Anyways. You're supporting the CD keys over there, huh? $12.99. Dude, I mean, how are you going to beat that? 13 bucks for a game that I played for three hours. That's like... Yeah, exactly. Cheap as fuck. That's like a movie ticket, bro. Literally. <laughs> and, and I had more fun than I would at the movies. Yeah, Dude, I was right. One lives forever. Ah, oh, you can't see it because of the stupid... Uh, the, the, the thing. Yeah, but, the game was called No One Lives Forever and it had the same sort of style. Art style. Yeah, it's it's a very cool little game, man. And like some of the gadgets that you have as a spy are pretty cool. Like one of them is you could scan like a piece of furniture mail, like a couch or like a fucking table or a chair, and mm-hmm. you turn into the table and you turn into the couch. Whatever you scan, you turn into. And now you're in the room just chilling, waiting for the spy to come in there to do some shit, you know, and then you could fucking like pop out and fucking start shooting them and shit. <laughs> it's, Surprise. It's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like uh like prop hunt in Call of Duty or something. Yeah, it's like gonna say like prop hunt. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an X and like S that. version on Xbox and for nineteen for twenty bucks. Yeah. So check it out if you're interested in something like that. It's like I said, new release on Steam. It says here March twenty first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see that because I still see there's a beta when I search for it in the store on on console. Like not it's available on it. the Epic Store as well if you guys prefer to support Epic over Steam. Um, but very cool little game, man. And like, I had a fucking blast playing it. It was pretty fucking cool. I just, I don't think that the game is going to live very long, especially the player count that I saw on Steam Mail. Like, I mean, it was like fifteen hundred players when I was playing it, which is not, not a little bit, but it's like it feels like it's a low amount of players. But mm-hmm. it's still enough to find matches. I was still able to find matches. There yeah, was a few. There was a few times where I queued into like a team match, and I was the only person on my team. But it put me into a match that was already going. So I don't know if like the original people on my team already died, and then I spawned in, and now I'm part of a team with two dead people that I couldn't see or whatever. Uh, I don't know, but yeah, that's kind of how it is. The game is a. You know, objective base, hide and seek, kill the other spies and get the fuck out game. Um, deceiving available now. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the shooting looks pretty solid. I think people were complaining about here on the Steam about lag. Like, you know, that I didn't experience any lag. Yeah, I. you know what? So that could be from a user who has shitty Internet or. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Or shitty like PC that's like fucking stuttering. 
<laughs> this talk about user reviews, you know, it's like you don't know what kind of computer they're running on or what kind of internet they're right. using. Or... I refunded it because it won't even load. I'm like, okay, well, I don't, it's not like, yeah. But it's funny, I'm looking at the reviews here on Steam. So this guy called uh, Borderline Psychotic, uh, he says, this is recent, that a game for you if you have friends, which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the game would be cool to play with friends I, I like the the team mode looks for like a really cool time to play with your buddies um besides that though i never went back to hogwarts this week i just haven't had the time uh but i do want to go back and finish i need to finish it i need to now now i'm in that now i've reached the point in my in my gaming where i'm like i'm just gonna finish it now i'm just gonna go in there all right, I've reached the cyberpunk moment where I'm like, no more side quests. You're going to get in there and you're going to finish it now, Jesus. This is it. It's time. It's time, Ryan. Okay. Time. Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to move on with my life. You get to that last, what is it called? The trial, right? Yeah. Whatever. Um... What the fuck else? I know I played something else. We played oh, World War Z together. Oh, we did. We did play World right War Z together. the show together. last week. Fucking great game. Cool fucking game. That's like the Shut only up. game we always all play together. Shout yeah, out to Ghost Nico. That game looks fucking amazing, dude. I turn it up to like ultra settings on the PC, just fucking max everything out. That game looks really fucking solid, dude. It looks really good. Has the ultra wide support. Looks really good. Runs really fucking good. And I love like... If you want to just fucking shoot zombies like left and right and get fucking ate by rats all the time like me, play that game. Play it. Now. Play it. Just go buy it right now. Go and play it. It's even got the... Uh, I've got it on Steam and... Like, no, Epic uh, and Xbox. What's the mode? Like the uh, like a horde mode where you keep building and keep leveling yep. mm -hmm. on top of the regular... Left for Dead style play, you know. Yeah, it's Left yeah. for Dead. It's a solid Left for Dead, like mm -hmm. really good, yeah. really good game. Like, how do you think? How do you think? Uh, while we're talking about, how do you think it compares to say like these newer ones that are like Left for Dead, like, like Back, uh, for Blood? Back for Blood? No, and it's with the upcoming it's Redfall. Like you it's guys, better. It's better. I, I agree so far. Of all the ones I played, yeah. I enjoyed that one better. Yeah, it's it's. I I played Back for Blood, and I gotta say, World War Z is. 10 times better and not to mention world war z has crossplay between everything yeah like you could own it on steam you can own it on epic you can own it on the xbox and on playstation and everyone can play together that's fucking awesome dude like that's really fucking epic and i had a great time shout out to nico man he played with us a few times either i really want to play that game again gunny i want to finish some of those campaigns like me too i yeah. want to go in there and fucking kill zombies bro yeah, that was a lot of fun. I uh, so Jesus, I I was talking to as a matter of fact, I was talking to Ghost Nico about our experience uh, a few mm -hmm. days later uh, about that map that we did with I don't know who was it like the fucking scientist or whatever the fuck he was called the mm -hmm. fucking the chemist or whatever we were supposed to protect him. Oh yeah, that Dimitri, guy. fucking yeah. Dimitri, son Dimitri. Of a bitch. So I didn't, I didn't, I don't think I've ever. I know I played the map, but I don't remember that story. So remember the first time we failed and then I was yeah. like, where the fuck is this Dimitri guy? And you're like, he's downstairs. He's down below doing his shit, right? Like he'll go and yeah. it's an AI character. 
He'll go and like fuck with some shit and then he has to run to the next room and fuck with some more shit. Yeah, so you just have to make sure like zombies aren't fucking eating Eating right? And I was like, okay, so then, you know, of course, when you're playing, I mean, I'm I just run around, right? Like just killing as many zombies as possible. I'm I'm upstairs, I'm downstairs, I'm everywhere. I'm trying to protect everything. And uh, I forgot whatever class that I was using, but I had like the uh, chainsaw and freaking... Yeah. yeah, it was. Oh, that was a lot of fun. And then you were like, hey, go, go protect Dimitri. We have to protect him because you can kind of see when his health is going down or it lets yeah. you know. And I was like, fuck, yeah. So I went down. Jesus, you were on the ground because I think the big guy, uh, the SWAT <laughs> guy, he was fucking pounding your head in the pavement. And then me up. So I come down there just fucking like Rambo, just fucking just offloading on these guys. And I think I ended up like kicking the big guy off. Yeah. And it was just like it was like a cool, cool moment, right? Where I was like, fuck, yeah, you know, and then Dimitri <laughs> gets up and he starts doing his thing again. It was just I just felt like a god at that point. So then <laughs> but the only problem was I didn't know, like, well, where does he go next or whatever? So because it's really chaotic, right? Super chaotic. And then you were like, I thought you were saying you got to go outside. But no, Jesus, you went with Dimitri to the elevator and I yeah. didn't know where the elevator was. Well, I knew where it was, but I didn't know that at that time. That's what we should have done to. Because we couldn't kill every single zombie. No, we had to escape. Yeah, to escape, once everybody gets to it, like, that's it. Like, you know, you've completed it. And so, but, yeah, I I went outside to where the zombies were kind of coming in from that rubble or whatever. And I'm standing out there like, you know, like that John Travolta meme where I'm like, (laughs) I'm looking around like, okay, I'm outside. What do I do next? You know? You know, and you're in the elevator, just like playing the elevator music, just waiting. You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, where the oh fuck is Gunny? God. I see Gunny on the other side of the map. He's fucking dying. I'm like, <laughs> Gunny, I'm not gonna save you. Then Nico goes to try to save him. Mm-hmm. Nico yeah, dies. He gets better judgment, right? He he runs I'm over like, to save Gunny. Because I had, and then the thing is, I picked up a self revive. What is it? Yeah. I forgot what that's called. Like adrenaline mode or something like that. But I had already used it, so I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so he runs in thinking he has it, doesn't have it. Well, these guys, right, they're on the other side of the map. And the problem with the elevator is when Gunny and, and Nico go down, there's like a bleed out time, like a like a timer, like a fucking like a thing where they bleed out or something, or they turn into a zombie, but it takes like a few seconds. Well, guess what? During those seconds, they're considered part of my team. And the elevator won't fucking close. So hmm. I'm in the elevator with the AI well, guys, and we're fucking shooting the zombies coming at us because now they're not focusing on Gunny and Nico. They're coming after the elevator. And I'm fucking trying to hold him off of the elevator. I'm, I'm fucking standing at the door with the door open. I'm fucking shooting the zombies. They're just fucking... Blood's fucking flying run. everywhere because I can they're now fucking you. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, Gunny's I watching can shoot you, Jesus, after I, after I go down. I'm fucking <clears> unloading on these guys. It fucking sucked. We Your died. perspective, but I want to say it's about fifteen seconds, and then you then you bleed out, and then it's another cooldown for what a thirty second cooldown yeah, before you respawn. Before they respawn, so I'm waiting like a fucking minute trying to hold these fucking zombies off. Ain't no way, dude. Ain't no fucking way. Yeah, they yeah, fucking were, rushed that elevator so hard. I I mean, I held them off for a few seconds, and then they were like, nope. You're dead. You're fucking. I'm in a corner. I can't even move. And I, there's nowhere to go. I can't go backwards. I can't go to the side. I'm in a fucking box. 
and these guys are coming in a funnel. Yeah, you think, was... Do you think that's kind of what you want, Jesus? You want them to funnel in so you can shoot them? No, dude. You can't reload fast enough <laughs> to shoot all the zombies that are coming at you on the screen. There's like a legit, probably a thousand of those motherfuckers running at you at the same time. You're just like fucking spraying. They're just bodies are dropping, but everybody that drops, there's like two replacing them. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> horde never stops. Yeah. So yeah. It was, it was I didn't know that, crazy, but now I know. Dude. Now I know. It I want to go back and back. especially do that map and keep going. That'd be cool. Uh, that was a cool time. That was a cool time. I had fun playing World War Z, man. Yeah, no, how long did we we did it three times, didn't we? Because we were like, fuck, yeah. we're going to beat it this and time. And we failed all three times. But we had fun playing it. And another game that I played real quick was Hitman uh, 3. I played that. Uh, the new one, World of Assassins. Or I played whatever. that today, too. Yeah, yes, yeah. Correct. I played the new mode. Uh, yeah. Whatever that new Freelancer. 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 You know what it's called. Freelancer mode. So yeah, I played that. I finished a few another mission in there where I had to kill these these there was three targets on the map this time. And they were like in this compound in like Nebraska or something or Colorado or something. And I had to go into this compound. It was like all these militia dudes walking around with guns and shit. And I had to get in there and fuck these guys up. <laughs> I used a throwing knife to kill all of them. I had like a kitchen knife that I found. Cause I went in with no guns. And I killed some dude. I picked up his gun and I'm like, I could just shoot everybody. And it, the game will let you do it. It'll let you kill everyone. And then you could just leave because the game is like, okay, well, yeah, you killed everyone, but you finished the mission. So good job. <laughs> but I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to try to be a little bit more stealthy here. So I ended up using my kitchen knife that I found and I fucking threw it at everybody's head. So I killed all these dudes with the kitchen knife and I fucking left and. I was like, mission complete. So now... Did you unlock now, the kitchen knife now? Is that on your wall? Uh, yes, it is. Pride? It is on my wall of, of weapons now. Because, yeah, any weapon that you find in the match, you take it out and you can put it in your house. You can put it on the wall. And then the next mission that you do in the freelancer mode, you can pick any gun on the wall that, that you want to take into the mission. But as the game tells you, if you die in that mission, any weapon yeah, that you, you have on it. you, you lose it. Is this, so like, this is the mode where you only get like one chance too, right? Yeah. Or it gets harder yeah. or something like that every time you retry it? Yeah, it gets harder the first two times. And then if you fail the third time, it just resets the whole it's thing. It's done, yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of doing pretty good in this campaign. I'm like in the second tier of it. So I'm, I think my next target is like the boss guy of that tier. Then I go to the third tier. And each campaign has like a lot. Of like I want to say like maybe... Uh, at least five, maybe six, maybe ten tiers. So it's three missions per tier for for the tier, and then you then you do the boss mission. So it's four I, missions I, per tier. Question for you, Jesus, because I played this yesterday, mm -hmm. um, and I'll talk about it more later on. Where okay, so let's say you get in and you because I didn't complete any of them. Like I failed at fucking every single one of them. Like I must really suck at Hitman. Uh, but so if you complete, like, let's say the mission or, you know, you find the key to the yacht or whatever it is, right? Like, mm. you know, how are you escape? Because I notice there's different ways to escape like a map. Yeah. Um, so let's see. And then do you just go back to the headquarters after that? Yeah. Like after you finish it? Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if like if it went on to the next map or the next no, mission no, no. within that Intel pack or whatever they no, call those things. No, it'll show Agent 47 escaping there. It'll show you coming back to your base or your house. And it'll be like, 
good job, Agent 47. You completed your mission or whatever. And then you get XP for it. And then the more XP you get, the more areas of your mansion that you unlock. So I think I unlocked like the closet where like I can change now. I could change like the the suits that my guy is wearing now. Like you can go into the mission wearing a certain outfit or a certain suit. Like you could be dressed as a cop. You could be dressed with the red suit, with the white suit, with the black suit or whatever. Or, or you can also unlock like other little random things for your mansion. Like I also unlocked like I unlocked uh, decorations like wall art. And then I, I was like looking at it. I'm like, there's wall art. <laughs> and I went to the yeah. wall and sure enough, you go to the wall and then you press X and it like pulled up these frames and you can go and like change the way the frame looks. And there'll be like different, different art. Like a lot of it is game shit, it's like game related stuff, like for Hitman. And some of it is just like random things from the internet that people that play Hitman say. So like, I know there's a meme out there that shows, are oh, you guys, you probably have seen it where it shows the agent 47 and there's like a fucking thousand dead bodies around him. And the meme says, like, there's no witnesses if no one is left alive or something like that. Is and he that's wearing one a Santa of, hat or something? One of the, one of the walls is that. Like, it's that saying. Like, if there's no witnesses, there's if there's no one alive, then there's no witnesses. It's kind of like a cool little nod to the community or whatever. And then there's also wall art that's exclusive that, like, like when I when I clicked on it, it said, you don't have the the something pack. So I'm assuming they sell, like, DLC that's, like cosmetic dlc or some shit for this house i don't know I, I i don't know where to buy it but i know that they probably sell it because i clicked on it and it said you don't own this the something pack like the the master assassin pack or some shit i was like what the fuck is that <laughs> i don't even know what that is mayo what is that maybe uh, i don't know so i know that oh, that dlc it's either, jesus it's Can't either dlc or want a battle pass though there you well, go. You need yeah. a battle pass. I, it wouldn't surprise me because they have the currency in the game is called Renown, I think. Yeah. Isn't that like Ubisoft? Isn't that what they call theirs? No. Same shit, theirs. isn't it? Oh, there's something else, dude. You can't call it whatever the other guys call it. They call theirs Abstergo money or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I, so I know that I don't know how you spend it with but i i just assumed it was on ah, Walmart and things i know that you you spend it and then you unlock like different rooms to your mansion like i know eventually you can unlock the downstairs and like the kitchen and the living room and the fucking garage and the outside and all that other bullshit so but it feels like it'll take forever to get all that unlocked because i these missions are long man like they're big you'll maps. be you'll yeah. be in a fucking mission for like 20 minutes trying to figure out how the fuck am i gonna kill this guy he keeps walking in the same stupid fucking area and like in between like 50 people. Yeah. Like, never like, uses the restroom. Yeah. It was like one guy, Mayo. Okay. I was doing a mission, right? That's, this fucking that's guy. That's kind of the point though of the game, isn't it? Well, yes. Yes. Right. Okay. This guy, <laughs> this guy, okay. In the regular game, he would be an NPC, but in this game, in the freelancer mode, he's now your target. But in the yeah. regular, like in the regular Hitman campaign, he would be like an NPC character. Yeah. Well, now he now he's the guy you got to kill. But this motherfucker's like a waiter in a restaurant that's like full of people, like yeah. legitimately like full of like seventy people. So right. what did I that's, do? I got fucking tired. Okay, listen, I was tired of waiting for this guy to walk to like an empty alleyway. I fucking walked up to him and just shot him like point blank. I just <laughs> fucking shot him in the middle of the restaurant, man. Like fucking mafia style. Like motherfucker, you're dead. You know, like. 
like some fucking mafia hit or something. You know, I just fucking walked in there, Gunny. I fucking shot the guard in the face and he turned around and I fucking shot him like 10 times. I'm like, all right, he's dead. And then I double tapped to make sure he's Anybody dead. else wants some? Yeah, and then I fucking ran out trying to shoot my way out of the map. That's what I did. Okay. Hell another, yeah. Okay, another Big level. Was, style. Okay, listen, another level what I did was I just killed all the security guards on the map. I legit went into the security guard base like this cave. They were all in there. They were all like in there like exercising and doing whatever on the cameras and like walking around. I fucking shot all of them. Right? I'm fucking shooting the scientists. I'm shooting everyone in this fucking, everyone in this room is dying. <clears throat> so and this is I, what we've learned tonight, guys. Jesus man. is a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, he's not a hitman. <laughs> Listen, I got to get my target somehow. And if it takes me killing 50 people to kill one guy, I'm going to have to do it. Okay. I complete my missions though. <laughs> Gunny. Okay, I don't fucking I don't, fail. Yeah, I should. Jesus is going with all natural born killers. <laughs> I don't fucking fail, Gunny. All right, <laughs> fucking go in there and everyone's dead, and I complete. Hey, they don't give you like a penalty for. Well, I mean, it, it will you say just like don't get, you just don't get the extra money. I've noticed something. Like it'll like it'll dock like XP or something for killing non-targets. It'll be like non-target kill minus fifty. But I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't care. They're all dying. No way. You're not getting one. you're not getting enough XP to unlock that battle pass, Jesus. That's what's going on. No, you're killing too many non-targets. Many, yeah. Oh well. <laughs> part of it's part of the job. No battle <laughs> pass for you. <laughs> it's part of the job in the hitman world. Okay, you just got collateral. We call that collateral. <laughs> collateral damage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways, that's all I played, man. Just Hitman, a lot of the other games, a lot of DCV Inc. Uh, some Resident Evil 4. I need to get back into that. Um, what I don't like about Resident Evil is the non-autosave bullshit. Like, you have to save in those stupid fucking typewriters. Typewriters, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, that's the one thing space. I wish that they would have changed. I'm like, I wish you guys would have put in, like, some checkpoint fucking system. Like, I hate this whole fucking typewriter bullshit. Yeah. Oh, well. But... I guess I'll learn to live with it. I guess. All right, guys, what have y'all been playing? Um, I played this little game, this yeah. tiny little game that you might have heard of. I think you might have heard of it, maybe. It's called uh, Diablo 4. Oh, that little one? That yeah. little indie game. You played heard the Vita? You heard this may be made by that indie, that indie studio, Blizzard? Yeah, I think they're... Blizzard or something like Blizz, that. I can't, yeah, I, can't I think they got the name. I think they got the name after the Wendy's, like Blizzards. They're like the, the Dairy oh, Queen. No, Blizzard. Dairy Queen. Uh, right now, yeah. Yeah. Dairy Hi, Queen. I got the munchies. <laughs> the Dairy oh, it's Queen Blizzard. Blizzard. All right, all right. Yeah, that little, that little, that little gem. Those guys. What are they doing? Um, dude, I I fucking love it. Diablo what? Four is gonna be amazing. I think if you like, it's pretty much Diablo three on crack. Like okay. it's the same game with some new tweaks. And I guess it's been long enough for me that I, like I started playing it and I was just like, Oh yeah, I can't, Ooh. I wish I had more time on the weekend. I had Olivia, so I didn't have like, I only had the evenings to play it. Yeah. You <laughs> and, own uh, three. Yeah. Okay. Does it make you want to go back and play three now? A little bit, but Same I played here. so much of three yeah. that I'm just like, eh, 
I'll just wait. I don't want to burn out, so I'll just wait. But I, I am disappointed that it's gone. It was like Sundays, like the last day. I'm like, oh, I want to play it, and I didn't get a chance to. And I was like, ah, crap. I only got to about level 12, I think, 12 or 13, something like that. But um, mm-hmm. it, it's Diablo, man, and it's it looks better. It plays about the same as 3. Um, I didn't have any bugs or, or issues when I was playing. I didn't even, I don't know if it was just the times I was playing or whatever, but I didn't, like, other than Friday, there was a bit of a queue. I think it was like 30 minutes for me. Yeah, yeah, the first then, day, yeah, it makes sense. And then and then Saturday and Sunday, every time I queued up, it was like, well, less than a minute. Same. You know, and, 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 and I'd get in right away. So, uh, but I enjoyed it, man. It, it was... What, it uh, was What's your class really you're playing? Yeah, that's what I was going to uh, ask. I picked Necromancer because uh, that was the last I was playing in, in three. So I thought, ah, I'll just do a Necromancer. And it was I good. love the uh, exploding corpse. Yeah. yeah. I think you yeah. did it a little earlier this time around, I think, compared to three. I got it pretty early, yeah. Um, yeah. It's It depends. The When you go into the skill trees, they're they were kind of confusing to me at first because everything's all over the place, but you have to slowly get pieces unlocked. And I didn't realize that it like as I was going up or as I was spending my tokens, it was letting me get further in the tree. Um, I realized that later and I was like, Oh wow. And that's when I went down and found that exploding corpses thing. And I was like, there's the exploding corpses. Give me that. Um, because that's great for bosses. Like when you drop an enemies around a boss and you have a long lasting boss and then you just blow up all those corpses around them. Right, it just makes more ammo. As yeah. more people die, you just get more corpses that you can explode. Yep. Um, no wonder they're and OP. And then you have the skeletons walking around with you, which I always found very distracting. Um, they are. You kind of always think there's an enemy around you, but it's your stupid. They made them really glow this time, though. I noticed, like they kind of, they're like glowy. I did um, kind of notice that my son playing. He played the last two weekends because he he did the pre-order and all that stuff, and uh, that that's been all his time. Like he he did uh, level twenty-five on every character both both weekends, <laughs> three last weekend and both this weekend. He did uh, every world boss time. every time the world boss was spawned. It's supposed to be like I guess he knew the time. And he would log in and play like each world boss every time. So he bought, bought the world boss every time it spawned. And he pretty much did everything he could. But I noticed it's like looking over his shoulder that it seems like it highlights stuff a lot more. Like it has yeah. that dark look, but you see a lot of stuff highlighted. Yeah. Yeah. They'll highlight yes. red for like yeah. loot or possible loot. I found that the, um, the drops were like a lot. Like you were getting a lot of like legendary stuff. But there's a higher level than legendary now, right? You can, I guess there's something like, is it like a rare or something? I'm not sure what he said. He was telling me there's one more that has basically, you can you can basically mine down the legendaries and you, you can take one of the legendary perk and put it in this other item. And it, it oh, holds like one more slot. I think you can take, yeah, you can take some of the, uh, what are they attributes called? Or yeah, the attributes of, of a different weapon and, and put it into your legendaries. Yeah, there's one higher. Maybe you break down the legendaries or something like that. Yeah, and and you can take them out of that. There was something something in Diablo three, but I didn't get that far. I didn't get to that part yet, really. So I'm kind of like I I was, I was up and down about it because I was like, do I want to play it? Like I wanted to check it out because I wanted to see like 
how things were different and whatnot. But at the same time, I was like, I'm kind of spoiling this for myself. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't want to lose the excitement for actually playing the game when it comes out in June. So that's why I didn't really, you know, go, go on, go heavy on it. Also, that stuff doesn't go into the new game. So like, I don't know if any, everybody knows that or not. That's you're going to have to start all over again when the game comes out. Right. You know, your save doesn't go through. It was just beta testing and it could be different, right? Like, right. You know, yeah. It could change the beginning of it a little bit or something. Or I, thought was, I noticed there was quests that they said that you cannot progress in this version of the game. So there's probably early, early on quests that are going to be different that you weren't able to do in the beta. You know what I mean? That you'll be able to do in the full game. So there'll be different stuff. Yeah, I know my son, like I said, he was grinding through and I said, and him maxing out every character. I'm like, why, you know, why are you doing this? You're probably going to lose all this progress. You're going to lose these items. You know, you probably, yeah. got, there's no guarantee. But he was just kind of like, I want to see what characters I like. I want to, he wants to play it like really hardcore with some of his friends. He's got a friend that plays a ton of, uh, the remastered yeah. Diablo two. They didn't you're like just gonna, when you're in that, when you're in that state of playing that game, you're just going to play it over and over again anyway. Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's that's just that sort grind. of the nature of the game. Right. right. Yeah. And when I played it, I only played three. I kind of skipped two and I played three with a bunch of friends. And all we did was, um, rifts, the, the seasonal characters, whatever, you know, oh, yeah. and, and then you would go in and, and you'd see how high of a rift you could get into, you know, you try to yeah. get to like rift 100 or 110 or something like that. I think I had a whirlwind barbarian build and all my other friends would use a different class, you know, and we would try to go through and sometimes we would team up, but I love, uh, have you, did you, have you seen it or my, my son has not said, have you seen any kind of like special levels? You know, like what was it, like in three, they had like winds like paragons where it was like a, the, the unicorn world was all like happy rainbows. And oh, everything. the levels. Yeah. You're like slattern. Like no, I think, or... I think that'll be a surprise in the game if it's in there. Because that was that was actually a joke, the whole unicorn thing. Yeah, that was because, kind of a crazy because level. everyone like, well because everyone made fun of Diablo three and said it was too colorful and stuff. So they put in this secret level where it's like unicorns and rainbows and fucking and you colors kill everywhere, everywhere. And blood everywhere. So it was kind of like a shot back at everybody that made fun of the game for being colorful. I uh, didn't. I didn't see any loot goblins. I play through on the band. Yeah, I, 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 my I son saw did, I think. one. Yeah, I yeah, saw I one. I remember him chasing one down. Yeah. I used to love killing the loot goblins and then getting the puzzle ring on number three and you could destroy it and you'd go to fight Greed. Yeah. Um, that was a fight you could do over and over and you just get tons of money from it. Good game. Yeah. Like, it kind of makes me want to play three, but like you said, Ryan, like, I almost kind of just want to wait until... Wait until four because I want comes out and then just play through it, yeah. I want to just yeah. be excited to play four when it comes out. Yeah, because yeah, you're... Because, you know, as we're playing now, the better, like, we're getting the story and everything. And it's like, oh, like, you got to now we get partway through the story and, and you got to wait for the game to release. Does it come out in June? June 6th. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I did hear it is very controller friendly, almost more controller friendly than mouse and keyboard. Which yeah. Is, my my son has too. said he had no problems, but I've heard uh, other podcasts and stuff say they thought the controls were kind of weird and they felt kind of awkward on mouse and keyboard. Which is unusual because it's been on PC for, you know, the last three. Yeah. And well, I think you so, can go into the options and change things too. To there's make probably it some kind of better. default, like because I think a lot of people like the like when you're playing mouse and keyboard, a lot of people want like the 
click to move instead of like yeah and then using WASD and, and yeah and then using hotkeys to attack whereas like it's opposite on a controller right you kind of want it the other way around where you're moving around but you're using mm-hmm. your buttons to set off your you know so i think something to do with the with like the uh, the left mouse click was like you're moving and a, a ability yeah. or something at the same time and a, move and attack yeah, it was like move and attack at the same time. Like there was some kind yeah. of like confusion there, and they said it just made it awkward. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I played on controller, so. Same here. Yeah, you played this too, right? Yeah, I bet it's a. Who did uh, you? Who did you eight, pick? I went with Barbarian. That was my first character in in three. So I was. I think oh, that was my first character because I haven't played, played two. Yeah, I haven't played a barbarian in so long. Like, I thought, oh, let me go back. Let me. That's that's gonna be the first character I pick. But I also like Necromancer. I did play that in three. I think I've played all classes in. Uh, yeah, Necromancer was fun. That's kind of why I picked it because I was like, I just want to kind of have fun, and I know Necromancer was kind of OP, and you could kind of just sit back and pick things off and let your let your army go forward. You know what I mean? Your little minions or whatever yeah. you call them. Yeah. And I had a good build where I had like good shooting. So I was blasting things and sending the skeletons ahead to go kill stuff and then blowing everything up. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I actually was like, I want to say it was like more of an experiment for me where, you know, like the way you can set up your abilities, like that, like you would just use different weapons. So I did enjoy as a barbarian, like where, I've got a sword, right? It's a two-handed sword. And then I've got the two-handed axe. And then in between, I've got my two, I guess you can call them my two-hand axes. Or, you know, and then you kind of dual wield them. Yeah, you have... The Barbarian has an extra set of weapons they can carry with them. That's one of their perks. Yeah. So I've got, Um, like... So you could have, like, a a two-handed sword, and then you could have a dual-wielding you know blades and and, and you get an axe between them or whatever yeah yeah so i've got i do it that's what i'm really enjoying right now I, i'm just like all right i'm gonna swing my two-headed sword and then you know that'll be on i put that on the x button on the xbox controller and then i think a was my dual wield um and then it was either rb or right trigger you know, is what I put for my, my big axe. So, and that was cool. Like where I just, cause that's one thing I, you know, like when I go into a game where I'm like playing, like, Oh, I don't want to just go in and just hold the a button down, you know? Yeah. So I want to use all the weapons in my freaking arsenal. Mm-hmm. So, and in between that, right. I'm like left trigger, left trigger, right. For my giant axe slam or whatever. So once I'm building up enough, uh, they don't call it mantra. What do they call it in this game? I forgot what they call Mana. it. Mana. Mana. It's not, it's not Mana. I don't think it was called anything. No, they... Because it, now it's got this I think different color. characters have different things. Yeah. I think that it was like that in 3, too. Yeah. But... Yeah, so... Yeah, Diablo is great, man. I think it's going to be a good game. 
hopefully uh yeah what's the uh what's the theme on this one i i didn't research it too much i feel like are you a viking are you in czechoslovakia because i feel like that's what the accent that people are using in these snowy villages yeah i don't know i don't know offhand i can't remember <clears throat> but yeah that's a there's a there's a cinematic moment um you know in the beginning of the game i don't think it's too much of a spoiler where i don't know what is that fucking satan's daughter's name or whatever she's lilith is that the one where she comes to the church and the priest is there yeah i don't know but stop me if this is like a spoiler but it's just it's in the beta um and the priest is over there like you're all a bunch of hypocrite people you know and and like the villagers are just sitting there and it's not like a fully packed church or whatever and they're just like they got their heads down in shame you know and then i think lilith right she comes down she's just like you know what uh, is the way the new way things are going to go down, right? She's just this demon looking like fucking broad and um, you know, knocks the, the priest or he just falls to the ground. And then she's telling the people in there, like, you know, come to the dark side, basically. Right. And then they kind of get up. And they just start like fucking beating the shit out of the priest, you know, like, yeah, we like this better. You know, it's like, it was just a it's, sick moment. It is brutal, too. Yeah. It's really like he, it's they brutal. beat the <laughs> living crap out of him. Yeah. So yeah, it's... we're going in sin. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just like the game looked great, man. Yeah. And what else have we been playing? Um... Oh, uh, the Dead Cells uh, DLC. Um, yeah, good stuff. Playing that, uh, it's great. It's freaking great. If you like Dead Cells and you like Castlevania, go buy that DLC because it's so worth it. Um, it's a little, you know, you got to do your little. If you play Dead Cells, you know how to get to areas that are DLC because they've all been this way. You got to go find the door, and you got to go in the door, but it's not that hard. In the first level, just Go until you find one that says castle. What is it? Well, it's got like a set of steps and stuff. It's got like all these steps. And you'll, the first well, time you ever see it, it has yeah. a guy. I yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Castle yeah, yeah. Tosia, yeah. But there's a guy standing there and he's, yeah. and I think he's even pointing down the stairs, like go that way. Yeah, go you know? that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. where you got to go. Have and you then, gotten uh, past uh, the Grim Reaper guy, the death and stuff yet, Ryan? Uh, wait, did I, is that the first one? I beat yeah. the first boss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat that first boss, um, but then I died in a level after it. Does it go? It goes back into Castlevania stuff, right? But you go back, you go into something else, and you go well, into I, uh, like a regular level, and then you can go back into Castlevania stuff. Yeah, what I did, I ended up playing through, and uh, once I beat Death, like the Grim Reaper guy, it sends you back. You know, like how you, you get where you talk to the collector or whatever, you're yeah. redeeming yourselves. You talk about there's three exits in that one. And it sent me to a different DLC that I owned. It had three exits. I thought there maybe it would be like another Castlevania exit, and I did not have one. Yeah. I had one that took me to the, the Scarecrow boss, and he ended up killing me because I haven't fought that guy for such a long time. <laughs> See, that's like, what happened oh. to me too. I, I went into the other the one of the other levels, and I was like, oh, I, I got like part of the way through the level, and I died, and I was like, ah, oh, I guess I won't find out today. Yeah, but and I, then so but I got a couple, and I thought when I went to the Scarecrow level, this uh i was talking about last week i I basically got this the cross from dead cells and the damage was ridiculous like i had a weapon that was like 
like a level six S tier, and it was like twenty four hundred damage. And the cross was like ten thousand damage, and it was like a boomerang. It was went like a short distance and came back. So I'm like, this thing's insane. So I felt like I was like OP going in. I went to fight the, the scarecrow, and I was just kind of tanking him. I was just taking hits, hitting him with this cross thing, thinking it was gonna like kill him real quick. And I just yeah. died like super fast. So I was like, well, that was a mistake. I thought that thing was gonna do way better than it did. It did not do much damage like I I thought it would. So just trying to learn these new weapons, you know, that you get. I got the holy water. I got the cross. And I got a couple skins. I got like this girl skin. I don't know if you've seen that. There's a level. There's a cat jumping around. Yeah, I got that the cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you get her skin. And then when I beat the, the Grim Reaper guy, I posted it in the Discord last week. You get like his skin. I think you may have okay. to beat him twice. The first time you get his weapon, and then you go back that way again when you kill him. The second time you'll get his skin. Yeah, but but every boss has a, a fight too. If you can do him flawless without taking any damage. You can get like a special gold version of those skins. They're really oh, sick. Really? I have a couple from like the regular game that I beat, yeah. like the Timekeeper. I beat like the Timekeeper skin, which is then it's like a gold plated one. Um, the Hand of the King, the final boss. Well, supposedly some people know it was his final boss. I have like the second version of him where I beat him twice. You know, on the second level difficulty, um, without taking any damage. So it's yeah. like a special like gold one. It's pretty neat so you have access to those, but they said there's like 20 skins or something like that, or 20 soundtracks. There was a lot. Yeah, so. there's there's remix music. There's like three biomes or something like that, mm-hmm. supposedly, and then there's like 20 tracks, and there's like Dead Cells that are remixed, Dead Cell songs that are remixed into Castlevania-type music, and then there's a couple of songs that are like Castlevania-themed but made specifically for Dead Cells. Yeah, good stuff though. Yeah, I really liked it. It's worth it's worth checking out if you haven't looked at it. Um, hmm, what else did I play this week? A little bit. I've been playing some. I'm getting Olivia to play some Lego stuff, and uh, we started playing Minecraft Dungeons. She specifically, some for some reason, asked me to play Minecraft Dungeons, and I was like, "All right, let's try it." Did she like, see like, it on YouTube or something? I have no idea where she saw it. Uh, like, she just knows it's Minecraft. She knew, so she's, she knew that I had Minecraft, another you know? game that was Minecraft, and she can tell like the the font's the same. You know yeah. what I mean? So like, she recognizes the Minecraft font, and she's or the characters, you know, the creeper and all that stuff. So I think that she saw the cover art and and realized that it was another Minecraft game. And I told her, you know, this one's different. It's not like that Minecraft. It's it control is like probably going to be a little easier for you to control because <laughs> she's still she's still grasping camera like camera movement, but she's mm-hmm. starting to get it. Like playing Wobbly Life really helps her helped her figure out how to play a third person first person game. Um, I knew this is going to revolve back around to Wobbly Life somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Wobbly Life is probably one of the best first games for a kid if you're trying to get a kid into games. You know what I mean? It's silly. It's stupid. Oh, you them off with Battlefield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> right? <laughs> Four years old. Get in the Battlefield, kid. Sure. Listen, bro, you, throw, you put on a headset on them and you throw them into a Call of Duty lobby, okay? Yeah. You put him in with voice chat and everything, yeah. right? So you kick him with great phrases. Call of Duty babysitter. Put him yeah. into a hardcore search and destroy <laughs> match. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we kind of been playing playing a little bit of those. 
Um, what else have I been playing? Pinball Effects. Um, if you don't know, Pinball Effects is is finally released on console. Um, so if you're into that, check it out. Uh, there's a whole bunch of new tables and and it's pretty fun. I know you guys don't want me to go on and on about pinball, so I won't. <laughs> I didn't play pinball, so I won't up it. But <laughs> I know I know there's some people in the audience that like it, but I know a lot of people don't. But anyways, just to let those people that do care know, go check out pinball effects. You'll get one free table. Uh, it's uh, the Wild West table. Yeah, um, that's one of my favorites. The free one. And you can get a pinball pass if you want to check out the tables before you buy anything. I think it's like 20 bucks for a month. Uh, and then you can play all pretty much all the tables. I think, I think it's there's 10 a couple. here in America. Down here no, in the it's States, not, mate. It's not what? I thought it was nine ninety nine or something. No, I think it's 20 well, bucks. Okay. I don't know. I could be it's wrong. Like yeah, in the States it might it be is? less. It's 20 bucks for me up here. So it might be 15 well, uh, for you or... Pinball pass. Oh, there's a battle pass. There's a bat. I was gonna say no, it's not a that got his yeah. attention oh. real quick. Oh, yeah. oh buy it, Jesus. Don't play it. No, you don't buy it. Well, Jesus, you gotta I buy all the, the tables. Pass. Me next week. I bought the battle pass, guys. No, it's it's basically so that you can play all the pinball tables for. That's pretty for, cool. It's though. like a subscription, though, right? So then you could play every table and decide, hey, I like this table. I'll buy these I'll buy ones it. and I'll I buy like that, that one. And you know what I mean? It's it's a good idea. It's uh, a good um, deal for someone like me, right? Who the, yeah, you, maybe you every once in a while want to play, so you yeah. just buy the thing for a month and you play that month, and then you're done, right? You know where I did play that game a lot? No, not even no bullshit. On my fucking tablet? No, on my Switch, dude. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's delayed on Switch. It felt really good. It's not coming out till July on Switch. They're having issues, I think, getting it to run on Switch. I was playing the whatever Pinball FX was on Switch. Maybe the first one. Yeah, Pinball FX 3 was on Switch, yeah. 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 So you're talking about the new one has has whatever? It's finally out on uh, PS5 and, and Xbox. It's been on the Epic Game Store for a while. I bet on the PS5 it has a haptic feedback. I wonder, actually. It should. Yeah, check that out. Download it on your PS5. Oh, you don't have. Yeah, PS5, let us know. Mayo does. I can. I can download it in the PS5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let me one know. thing. One thing that I do find out a lot about the PS5 though is that a lot of the PC games that are on the PS5 and coming to the PC, if you play those games with the PS5 controller, yeah, it has the feedback. All, yeah, all the feedback I said that is there. So yeah. Jesus, remember mm-hmm. I called it. Before even cool. the PS5 was, well, it was announced, but it wasn't, it wasn't even out yet. And I said, how much do you want to bet when games come to over to, and I said, Steam specifically, I said, how much do you want to bet? They're going to have the haptic feedback. You can just get a controller and then boom, sure enough. I mean, I believe that it would have happened for this first, for like the Sony titles, right? But like, it's cool to hear that other games that are not like the Sony Oh, titles. you're talking about the non-Sony Sony titles? Yeah. They have the haptic feedback too? Oh, yeah. I didn't know okay. that. Okay. That I didn't know. I thought you were just I mean, talking about the Sony There is non-Sony yeah. titles that have the haptic feedback on them. Oh, that's cool. It's pretty cool, which it kind of makes me want to just go buy a fucking PS5 controller just to have it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that's but what I, I did for the long, little I while. Have, Remember, I was playing Death Loop. I have the, the Elite. Before I had one. Yeah. I have the Elite and I'm used to the Elite. So it's kind of weird. I don't know. Yeah, 
I, I can't give up my elite either, man. I love it. I still have the version two, the the black one. I want to get the white one though. My grips are starting to come off here, like here. That, that's the one I want. It's like a hundred bucks, right? Because I already have all the paddles and shit. Yeah, but like, see, and my grip. The cool thing is, you off. have the you have the black one, right? Yeah. So the 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 D pad that comes with this is actually silver. But I took the black one off my off my black elite and put it onto this one because I think it looks so much better with the black D pad. Nice. It looks nice. Yeah, I want see, I want that, but I want the grips to fall off more. So I'm still waiting for that to happen on this one. <laughs> I don't know why I've never had that issue. My I've had it on both, fine. man. I've had I have all both. three of them. Look here, here's the white one. Yeah. Grips are fine. No, I'm, no I'm peel happy. at all. Here's version one, dude. Version one. Still? Grips are fine. What? See, but all of mine have done it, dude, to where like it's starting to, to split apart. See that? I think it's all that uh, sweaty Call of Duty play. Yeah, this like one, you're and you're all nervous and you're getting no, your, but, but your this sweat one, underneath the grips. And but I, I will say about the Elite 2, it is, it is not peeling off nearly as fast as the the first one that I had. Maybe because I don't use the controller as much. And I don't even play Call of Duty with the controller, right? I play I play with mouse and keyboard. And then I got this one, but it's apart right now because I'm trying to fix it. Ooh. That's my my version two. Oh, how many fucking original controllers? One. Yeah, like 600 I have, all, th- <laughs> I have all three of them. <laughs> Fucker has like six hundred dollars with the Kali controllers this one, over there. This Damn. one broke. I haven't used mine. Mine's broken. The no, version broken, one has a stick drift. RB. This one, the bumper doesn't work. So I'm trying to fix that, and I've almost got it fixed. I gotta, I gotta get something to try and fix it, and then put it back together and see if it works. And then I got this mm. for Christmas to replace that because Olivia dropped it out of my hand and the bumper stopped working. <laughs> But and I traded to get my version two. I traded my switch, dude. Your switch. Yeah, when I got my version two, I traded the switch in for it. I got a bunch of credit along with it too, but um did I play anything else? I don't think so. I think that's about it for me. Oh, more grounded. I've been, I'm building like crazy and grounded, but that's like my constant. Uh, I play that almost every day. So get a little bit done every day. If anyone wants to build, let me know. Come join me in grounded. (laughs) Right. I got it installed. I need some builders. I need some people to get sticks for me so I can keep building. <laughs> I don't have access to it. Uh, come in my, come my, in my grounded right world now. and I'll put you to work. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, my Game Pass right now, so I don't have access anymore. I, I didn't I got, renew it. I need to I go a, buy a card. I, I, I got a 14 day trial. I'll I'll give you if you just go get my sticks for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just log on. It's like it's like slave labor over here. Like I'll give you I'll a give you the intern badge and all the armor you need so you can pick up all the sticks. Free weapon. Grounded research for me like i must i quest. must get four hours a day of stick collection <laughs> <laughs> i expect them right here in this spot every day yeah yeah i log in you got to take the pallets up to the top of the tower and send them across the zip line you can attach things to the zip line 
What's yes, that? he did show me that, and you can send them across. Yeah, no. you can take you can take the sticks oh and send God. them across the zip line. That's I where, didn't know that. Yeah. I'm sending. I'm basically sending sticks from one side of the map all the way to the other side of the map. Are there I'm no building. trees on the other side? I mean, not enough. Not enough. Uh, I found the spot where there's like a forest of of weed stems that you can get sticks from. So I just go there, and it's there's no nothing around that'll attack you or anything. You just go there, collect sticks, send them over, go back start building again it's just an endless cycle of doing that over and over and over again mm. but yeah i got a big i'm building a huge castle in the tree and i'm building a wall that's going to go pretty much halfway across the map and then it's going to keel over to my other place there's three sec three little spots that we've started building and we're going to well, I'm going to. Uh, my friend was in there for a while. He comes in every once in a while, but yeah, not much anymore. It's just basically me now. He's moved on to other games. <laughs> You're stuck in that one, huh? He started. He started playing Fallout 76. Your so. grounded is like my satisfactory over here, you know. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Or Jesus's City Skylines, or yours. Yeah. You know what? That's I kind of want to get into a game like that, man, like Satisfactory or something, but I don't know. I'm scared. Oh, that's what else I played. Uh, Valheim. Oh. I started playing Valheim because I thought maybe that would take me away from Grounded, but it didn't. didn't. That's what game I have. My son has his libraries and we Steam share, so like I have it. I never actually played it. Yeah. Is it's, it right? Is it is it the voxel look that? Did, did, what does it not catch? I don't like eye? that. I don't really like it. I don't know. It just and it felt so slow and starting over again and having to build. Uh, it was just. I, I don't know. I think I think if I sat down and I had the right people to play with, I could get into it. But I, I can't just play it by myself like I can ground it. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it's, I just find it really boring and I don't know. I haven't gone. Just right. Right. Yeah. And my buddy went in there and started building like a house and everything. I was like, all right, here we go. Maybe, maybe that's (laughs) what it takes. So probably like maybe you get in with a buddy and you play for a while and if that buddy quits, you kind of like hooked and you're invested more and then you be more into it. Maybe. Maybe, but I think I'm. It's too similar to grounded, and I'm too already invested in that. Right. I wish I wish grounded could get some some like campaign DLC, some more story or something like something to. I don't think they will because I think Obsidian's way too busy, and it's a very very small team that makes grounded. It's not it's not Obsidian as a whole that makes grounded. It's like 17 people from the team, I think, that make it. And I believe there's only like two or three people that are actually working on it constantly right now. Um, But yeah, I hope they I hope they I hope they don't ditch that game. It's popular enough that I think it's worth it for them to put some more. Into it. Um, Mm. Hopefully they will, but I think they're just busy right now. They got a lot on their plate. Obsidian's always a pretty crazy company. I, I, I look at Obsidian as like Sony, Sony's Insomniac. 
like Xbox is or Xbox's Insomniac is Obsidian. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they put out games regularly uh, and at a fast pace and good quality. You know what I mean? And I'm mm-hmm. so, Insomniac's very similar to you know they put out good quality games consistently and fairly quickly. You know. But I think that's about it for me. But you mail? You oh man. I haven't I haven't played a whole lot, but I know you probably can't stay for the full show, Brian, because I know it's getting late for you. Yeah, I got so I, I actually going, wanted man. to be able to jump in anyways because so uh, the games I've been playing, I, I just been playing a little bit like I work seven days this week, so put in seventy hours at work. So like when I do come home, it's like a little bit of hit. Get in, get out kind of game. So it's been more Forza. Like they'll give me like a challenge, like go in or not Forza, but uh uh, Grand Sorry, uh, um, I still like Forza better. Like I said, but I just for some reason I'm, I'm just going in there and I want to collect all the cars. There's a lot of cars in there, and they give you a brief history about each set of cars. So like you'll go in and be like, okay, like today we're going to do Chevrolet, and then they'll be like, there's like three cars they tell you to go obtain, and you have to get in your garage and you get past all that. So you have to do these three specific races, and you win those cars. The 2017 grow. Camaro has 440 yeah, yeah. horsepower. Exactly. <laughs> We're like, wrong. No, I'm kidding. But so you, I went through that, and I'm up to like getting into the better cars now because there's different races where like you were just getting these shitty slow cars, and it's just like, yeah, you know the uh, I can't remember what it was, but there's this one race. You know, does it do the licensing thing? Yes, it does have the licensing thing, and it also has um, the challenges. Where you yeah. have like three times to beat, you know, have gold, silver, and bronze, you know, and you got to try to beat those times. So I'm trying to get gold on everything as I go through, do all the licenses I go through. So I'm just kind of working on a little bit, just a little bit of time, but I'm finally getting into the better cards. Like uh, I just get unfinished in the Apple Romero section. So they give you like three different Apple Romeros. And the next thing I had to do um, was one of their, like, they do give you some dumb quests because they give you these quests. You go back to this cafe and this guy gives you these jobs. He's like, hey, go click these three cars. And you got to do these three cars to get the whole Alfa Romero collection like that one. Um, there's also like this Photoshop thing where you can go in and take photos of a car. And you can do like different backgrounds. You can make look like the car is drifting and you can make them do different things. And they tell you to go in there and you like, you have to go in and take a picture of a car and make it look like it's drifting. So you have to go in there and mess with the camera and you got to figure it out. And it has a tutorial. And then it walks you through it. Then you get that achievement. And it has me doing something like that now. I can't remember what it was. but Trophy. There is, yeah, and it's basically just go in there and do that. Then I'll go back to the driving part. Um, I don't find in Turismo like the views. I love the view of like the outside the car view and like Forza, like the the furthest back view. And then just in Gran Turismo, it seems like I just stick with the where it just shows like the speedometer and the tack and everything and the map on the car. It doesn't show the car at all. It's kind of like a front bumper view. And the, and the car view is the only two views I really seem to like on Gran Turismo. Like it just, the, the outside the car view doesn't look very good. The car feels slow. Like the game doesn't feel like it's very fast. But when you're in the car, it feels pretty quick. You're, it feels way better. Than yeah. it is. So I do, I do like it in the car view on that. But typically, like I said, in Forza, I would be outside the car view and, and stuff like that. And almost every racing game. So it's kind of rare for me to have that, well, that first person view. Well, I think view. if you... If you did play, if you did go back and play uh, Forza 7 or something, you yeah, might feel, you might seven. be like, oh, okay, well, I don't like this view now or whatever, like in that sim race. 
Yeah, and it could be just because it is a simulator, you know, and I do know. Yeah, it's different between sim and arcade. And arcade. Yeah. And that's why I love Forza, you know, Horizon series. Like, the I love the mix of the arcade with the real cars. You know, the real licensing, and you can kind of tune and you kind of modify the cars a little bit, and you get that open world, just run around and get some crazy races going on kind of thing. So, but it's something I can get on there real quick. Uh, another one I've been still been playing is Returnal. You know, I, I, I go in there. Jesus, I have gone in there and gotten into the house and seen the uh, little astronaut scene. And they leave that little figurine outside and you pick it up and it becomes like a respawn, like when you die. Um, I did get to the first boss in the first area. And I was, I had like a quarter health going in, thinking I was probably going to die anyways. You know, because I'm like, all right, all right. I started fighting this first boss, quarter health, and I'm dodging all of its attacks. Big health bar across the whole top of the screen. And I'm like kicking his ass. I'm not taking any hits. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And he's down to half health. And I haven't taken a hit yet. Then I get him down to a quarter health. And I'm taking like maybe like one hit, you know, and I have like an eighth of my health left or something like that. I'm like, oh, I might just do this, right? And next thing I know, I, I, I deplete his health. And all of a sudden, his health bar fills up again. And <laughs> you have to fight him again after that. And then he just like just murdered me. There was like some new movie did. And it killed me. And I had to restart back over into that. But, you know, and I, it showed me having the house key. And I went to that, like found the house right away on my next run and I couldn't get in. It wouldn't let me in the house anymore. So I didn't, I'm not sure what I had to do there. Or if it was just like a one-time experience going through it or not. But I'm like, all right. So I, I just have to go back through that first level again. Now I can get to the boss because I had the sword that will break through the wall to get to him. So I can get in there in full health and, and finally advance to the next section. So um, that's what I might even jump on later on tonight again. That's another game. Like I said, you can go in there and just, it's like Dead Cells, Ryan. You can go in there and get like one quick run in. Um, and then be out, you know, but it does seem like it has that, a really long loop to it. It doesn't feel like sometimes you could progress very often on a loop. Sometimes you just go through a whole loop and you gain absolutely nothing. You know, you're right. like, oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't get any cells. I didn't get any money. You know, you don't have anything. You just literally just went in and died. But, uh, and then uh, still playing on the go a little bit, still playing Call of the Lamb. Um did the typical, like what all you guys did, you know, I named all the characters after you guys, you know, I have like <laughs> the loyal follower in Jesus over there and, yeah. and, and the questionable one in Gunny. He's other spreading red rumors. He's Gunny, like, you know. Gunny had a, he had to die when, and yeah. my shit, he was always complaining all the time. And then, then, then he became like really old, right? And then he just died from old age. And then. Sounds like real life. What's going to happen? Yeah. Didn't, you, <laughs> didn't you kill me and bring me back to life or some shit? Like well, I killed you right away because you were like right away. You were just trying to like say that I was a liar or something. It, I think there's one character like it's the one they give you early on. Yeah. And I think he just by default kind of. Right makes, away. He, he turns against you. Yeah. Yeah. To teach you that mechanic, you know. And, and I so, brought him yeah. back to life though. I know I revived I, one of you after you died. I, I think, I don't I know think if it was that Jesus character, it's either Nipron or Ghost Nico is the one that I think is going to run around and try and sabotage my uh, my cult. You know, he's Mayo. Mayo is the one that I revived the most. Mayo is like super. He's died like four times, but he's died always of like old age. <laughs> but see, now I revive him and then I sacrifice him because he's so high level. I get like all this happiness points. Right. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of people on my clan. I got like people. Nice. Yeah, cult. I'm not that big yet. Uh, 
I did have to delete a couple files, and there it was kind of funny because you know Evan played this game on my on my uh, on my Switch, right? So Evan's file on there, and there's two other save files. One was like one I'm like, okay, I don't think I played it very much, so I deleted my file. And there's another file I couldn't remember which one was my my son's or Evan's, and so I deleted my son's file, thinking the bigger one was was his, and the Evan's wasn't on there anymore. And here I deleted my son's and left Evan's on there, so he was kind of like really dead. Oh, is Evan is Evan back in Cali now? No, he actually leaves next week. Uh, Sunday is his last day here. So then, why uh, are you calling him Evan? You should be calling him yeah, Edward. I'm, it is Edward. I'm getting prepared. I'm mentally prepared for him leaving. I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose Goodbye, my uh, lose my company in Edward. Yeah, yeah. But uh, in the meantime, uh, speaking of meeting people and stuff in the community, as I talked to you, Ryan, is is Brian got to come down. From O Canada land over there, oh, yeah. and pay me a visit here in Columbus. So he, we've been talking a while back. He was talking about coming down for like a softball tournament. Yeah, and, he comes uh, down all the time. And of course, it was like really rainy that oh, day. Was it? And I was really surprised to find out because we were talking about him coming down, right? And then I thought he was already down here because we were talking like Thursday night, and we was gonna meet like Wednesday or Friday afternoon. And he's like, no, we're leaving in the morning. And he's like, it's four, only a four-hour drive. I was like, holy cow, it's only four hours, you know? And so he kind of showed me, like, where he lived, you know, and stuff. And I was like, oh, okay. From Chatham, yeah, I think, because it's probably yeah, about so two hours away from me. I think he yeah. goes into Detroit, and he comes down yeah. 75 and stuff. But, but, yeah, so I got to meet meet Brian in person. So uh, we, we went out to eat. So I asked him, well, you know, what do you want to do? So he's like, it didn't matter. So I took him somewhere unique. You know, you need to come with because you know all the food chains down here can just be a chain. You know, like who cares about Applebee's or whatever? So yeah, we went to Thurman's and they're famous for their ginormous hamburgers, right? This they have this Terminator that has two 12 ounce patties nice. plus like a whole bunch of lettuce and just mix this stuff in it, right? So I'm like, we'll go there. And I meet him in this hotel. They were running a little late, so I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go hang out in this mall for a minute. When you guys get there, check in. You know, let me know. So he lets me know, and they get there and they're checking in. But his room wasn't ready yet, which was kind of surprising. You know, it was like two o'clock and usually the rooms are kind of early, you know, like I've never really ran into a hotel where you go in and check in and you actually can't get in until like, say, three. But so I'm like, OK, well, let's just go to the restaurant. So we go straight to the restaurant and it's like a 20 minute drive. We go into downtown and this is in like an old village part of town. And it's like the original one. They have like three of them here in town. But this is the original one. We will go to that one. Right. And so we get in there and it's like a 45 minute wait. So we're standing there chatting for a while and just kind of visiting. And we finally get in, finally get seated. I bet we waited an hour for our food. It took forever. So we were, we were there for a good minute, but it was nice getting to chat and catch up and just, uh, you know, finally meet in person and, and talk some video games and just talk some sporting stuff as well. Cause he's, he's big in the sports and, and yeah. stuff like that. And I get to meet his wife and it, it was a good time. And then, you know, I had the Camaro out as I know it was kind of a rainy day. I'd let him see the Camaro. So, he he did hear me coming. He was like at the hotel and he goes, oh, here comes Mayo, he said, because he heard my car coming. He knew it was kind of loud. <laughs> His wife was like, how do you know that's him? You know, kind of thing. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's I can definitely tell it's probably him, you know. But And then we were going there. They were in front of me on the highway. I let them go first and they had it in the GPS. And he says wife was worried about me keeping up because we were going like 80. <laughs> he's like, I don't think he's too worried about keeping up. He, you know, he have a problem. But I ended <laughs> yeah. up going around him and... Uh, getting in front of him we got down we got parked like i said we ate but but after we ate uh brian he had a whole bag of goodies for me he brought down from canada 
is uh, Canada awesome, only eh? stuff, right? Nice. So, so he gave me the bag, and, and I, once I got home, he showed me them all there. But once I got home, we kind of went through them a little bit, right? So right off the rip, uh, the first thing we we tried was the ketchup flavored Lay's. Yeah. Eh. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're, they're okay. They're okay if you eat a couple. <laughs> but they get really gotta like those. They get really really strong after you yes. eat a few. Of them. It reminds yes. me of like a this is a weird comparison but like a salt and vinegar chip like yeah it's like a ketchupy ketchupy flavored salt and vinegar chip yeah yes and that's what it reminds me of it's very overpowering when you start eating like a few in a row like you get like 10 of menu and you're like these are strong you Mm -hmm. know you're just like holy cow um yeah one of the other things he brought me was the all dressing ruffles i think they were yep and those those are pretty good. Like those are not. I've as had them on the show before. I, I I thought you did. I remember we talked yeah. about those. So so I did get to experience those. Uh, he brought me some hickory flavored potato sticks. You guys don't have those down what there. What are those? We what? had potato sticks down around what here. What the fuck they're is called, potato stick? They're called hickory sticks. Hickory yes, sticks. And we have some potato sticks around here. Like I've had those, but I haven't yeah, had these yet. I didn't bacon, open them. They're bacon flavored them. potato sticks. Never heard of it. I don't think these were bacon flavored. Is there another yeah, flavor? Hickory. Okay, yeah, okay. Bacon. Right. <laughs> it's like smoked bacon. Is it like a pretzel? I mean, stick. No, it? it's like a no. little stick. It's like a little potato chip, but in stick form. Gunny, you never have you guys Jesus, have you ever not had a potato stick before? No. No, those things don't exist over here on the West Coast. No, we don't believe in that. They've been around since I was a kid. Like, no, we don't. We were Americans over here, bro. Yeah, I guess. I guess we just do regular Doritos. I think you used to be able to get them in a can of all things, too, like a pop top can, like the old cheese balls used to be in. I don't know. American are you over there? What the fuck's going on? Very American over here. We're corn. Maybe I'm thinking of those fries. You know what are those fries called? I don't know. Yeah, something like those. It's, like kind of like that. They come in that stuff. can, like almost like a Pringle can, but not not as long. Yeah. Yeah, and these were like a bigger <coughs> can though back in the day. What are you talking about, Gunny? I don't know. I'm thinking of those freaking <laughs> fry style chips or whatever. Fry style chips? I've never heard of such a thing. Or stick. I don't fucking You're not know. supposed to be agreeing with us, Gunny. <laughs> damn commies. What the hell's going on? We don't have hickory here. sticks, damn it. This is America. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually go grab a bag. I'm gonna show you this bag, Jesus. But and the other thing, Brian, we had he brought me some uh, candy bars, and he brought me like a toffee bar, and that thing is like rock hard. Um, like yeah, like a sort of an M. Macintosh. Yes, a Macintosh toffee bar. That thing is you like don't rock have hard. those. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. No. You're supposed to take it and smash it on the table. Is that how you get into, into it? Because that thing, I opened it, it and, and I'm like, breaks into pieces, break. and, and then you chew the little pieces. If you warm it up a little bit, like in your hand, it'll get it'll get soft, and you can okay. just kind of break you it. Guys, you ever fucking dying trying to bite into the fucking ball? So you guys, it's, it's, like, it's hard. It's hard old, toffee. Uh, it's like hard toffee. Yeah, but, like we yeah. used to have those old. Uh, I can't remember what they're called now off the top of my head. Who lays now? It was like an old candy. Roca. It was like on a stick, and that stuff, that stuff was like toffee, and it was like rock hard. And yeah. Sugar Daddies, I think they were called. And they were like... Wasn't there Sugar this. Babies or whatever? Those were like Macintosh sugar babies. M&M shapes. Coffee. I've never seen these, ever. Yeah, but I'm telling you, they were rock hard. But then he, I also, also got some uh, Kit Kats, and he said they were unique to Canada. They tasted different. And it's like one giant Kit Kat instead of like how ours are like flat, like four little Kit Kats. This is like one like 
triple the thickness piece of Kit Kat. Like oh yeah, piece. you don't you don't have those down? Oh, those are so good. Yeah, ours yeah, are it's like, like a really, flat. It's like a really big Kit Kat, like one. Yeah, it's yeah, like one strip. It's like triple the thickness, so it's it's the it's it's about the size of a normal chocolate bar, but it's like a Kit Kat. I've seen those. Yeah, I, I'm I've just pretty sure those. you guys had those. And I do us, go to the candy just, store once in a while. They just call those king size here. Whatever. Yes, king size Kit Kat. Yeah, just king size. Yeah, I, I've seen those, but I I know that uh, certain countries and shit have like different flavored Kit Kats. Like they'll be like. Strawberry, carrot flavors, strawberry flavor. Fucking yeah, I've seen those too. Japan has Japan like has a lot Thai of Thai tea. Fucking yeah. Kit Kats. Yeah, there's yeah, the Apple. hickory sticks. Hostess hickory sticks. Oh, okay, I've never seen that the before. Fuck is that? They're good, man. Oh, I love those hickory things. stick original. Oh, what is that? Get that damn maple leaf out of here! What I know, this right? Shit? <laughs> this is America. You and should, then, you know, you should, you should get like an American flag sticker and slap it on top. Smarties, of it. no, not like American Smarties. These are more like M and M's. Like fuck, Brian's probably like, yeah, and those are fake they're, Smarties. they're Smarties. Yeah. Why? Yeah, What's different have, about them? That's say, we don't have these not at all. Smarties, pal. You yeah, don't have Smarties. Really different. You we don't do have, have Smarties, them, but I've not bro. We have Smarties, but our Smarties is not that shit. Ah, crunchy bar. And a crunchy, you know, yeah. I've, I think I've seen that at our, like our candy store proper. You know, one thing I noticed about this Canadian stuff. That's the big chunky Kit Kat. Kit Kat. Chunky, big that's Kit Kat. what it is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've chunky. seen those, male, but ours are called king size. King size, yeah. Yeah. I so. think. That's kind of like what I went through. Did you, did like, you eat the toffee already? Yeah, I did. I, I ate like a quarter of it. I had to throw it away because I'm like holding oh, on to no. it and sucking on the end of it because I'm like trying to break it off. I'm like, no, yeah, you're supposed to smack yeah, it on the I table and it breaks into pieces and then you can eat um, little pieces. So for another point of story, you know, I brought all that stuff home, right? And this was Friday and I had to work Friday night, Saturday night. <laughs> I picked my, my, my son up who stays at my house on the weekends. So I come home Friday night, Saturday slash morning. And the bag of candy is sitting beside my computer and he's over playing Diablo <laughs> and he got into it, you know, and then he, uh, he got into some of the chips. And the, so this is some of them I probably didn't even get to try that he got into, you know, so, but, but I mean, that's pretty much my, my week. You know, I've just been kind of busy, you know, with work and playing those short games where I can get in. And I did play a little bit of dead cells again, got a couple of runs in that in there, but yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. Like I said, we talked about it last week and you, Ryan, you talked about it. So, well, I'm glad you were able to, to, more to meet up with them. What's I, that? I said, I'm glad you you were able to meet up with them and you guys had a good time. Cause, yeah, I definitely yeah, need to get my was, passport now and come up and visit and maybe the three of us can get together. We can meet somewhere like yeah, his place sure. in between or something, where it's a four-hour drive for me and two-hour drive for you. Yeah. You know, if there's something to do there, then maybe this summer we can do something like that. Yeah. Nice. Get your passport ready, Ryan. I'll be in uh, New York City probably in June. <clears throat> uh, I'm, not, I'm not coming to New York, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with New York? Yeah. It's a long drive. Though. I don't. I don't even want to go to New York. No, is that a long drive? <laughs> no, it's a, no, it's for me, fairly long drive it's like for me. Six to eight hours. I can't. I'm not positive off the yeah. top of my head. I'm probably about like the same for me too. I think we haven't decided yet. We haven't decided, but mm. looking at a trip there, I think it's a five day trip. Then you just go to Canada. I want to. I, that's on my bucket list. I told the you were supposed to, and then you didn't come. Uh, little Gunny, he wants to go to New York. We want to go to Hawaii, but he's like, I like big cities. Don't go to Hawaii right now, man. 
Why does, why does he want to go to New York? He said he likes big cities. I, he never gave a description. Yeah, until you fucking go to a big city and you get treated <laughs> like shit by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, everybody is an asshole in a big city. Let me That's tell you true. this. That is go to to Toronto. big, Toronto's a big city. Any big city in the fucking country of America, you go there. Everyone is an asshole. That's, it reminds me of that. It reminds that's me of that comedian. It is. No, that's true. It reminds me of that comedian where he's like, "Yeah, I think he was talking about New York specifically." Where he's talking about, you know, we're just all like, you know, we all love each other here. We're the nicest fucking city. And he's like, he goes, "Yeah, like anybody can just come up, and then they ask you, you know, do you know what time it is? Yeah, get a fucking watch. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's New York. You know, that's you know Chicago." It's like when Gunny, when you came here to Oregon, you know, and and you thought it was weird that I said could like I held the door open for somebody and no, and then we were just walking down the street again. That was a very small town that we were in. Yeah, and Gunny, you know, there was a guy sitting there, right? Like a is homeless. Gunny the guy that just like closes the door and says, "No, no, like, no." Listen, there was like a homeless yourself. guy, right? Yeah, there's like a homeless guy sitting there, and I'm walking, and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going? Good afternoon, or whatever." And Gunny's like. Is that normal? You just say hi to like no. I, that threw me. That threw me big time. We just don't do that here. Even though I'm a nice person, dude. like we don't greet people on the street. Uh-huh. Or how are you? We just don't. Do we see how nice you are, Gunny. dude. I used yeah. to. I used to go to Toronto and I'd have like lunch or dinner or whatever in Toronto. And the first thing I would do is if I didn't finish my meal, I'd pack it up and take it out, find the first homeless guy I could find, and hand it to him. There you go. Yeah, I do that at work. Fucking eat something, buddy. You know. Yeah. A lot of homeless population. I used to do that, but in Vegas, the homeless people would just throw that shit at you and tell you to fuck off. (laughs) Fuck you, give me money. I want crack crack money, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah, see, but that's that's my whole reason I do that. Because if I give you money, I know what it's going to. (laughs) Yeah. You you say you need food, Mm -hmm. right? Here, here's food. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and the thing about here in Oregon, there's a lot of people that scam people for like money for homeless people, and that's actually happened in my town here at the Fred Meyer, like at the like the store, the big store here. There'll be like this family that they they're always here like every summer, dude. Every summer you see them. It's this family. They look like they're immigrants, but they'll have like this fucking sign that, and they'll have like their kids out there with them, and yeah. they'll be holding this fucking sign that says like hungry anything helps god bless or whatever right like it's, it'll say like we're immigrants from russia or something and we can't find jobs or some shit we need money and shit for our kids so the funny thing is one time i went into the uh into the taco bell that's like right there like right where they were standing kind of like a little bit of like in the same parking lot area and the people inside taco bell were pissed off because they're like like those fucking homeless motherfuckers are out there scamming people. People come in here and they'll buy food for them or they'll buy them like a gift card for like Taco Bell. Yeah. And then those fuckers come in here and they want us to refund the gift card in cash. Yeah. Because they don't want the food. They want the money. You know? Dude, <laughs> it's like, what the right. fuck? There was, there was a lady in Toronto. She was dubbed the shaky lady because she would just sit on sit on a corner and like shake and like... And be like, oh, I need money. Uh, uh. Someone followed her. And she went home to some big, huge mansion. Yeah. Like, she was just out there stealing, getting people's money for no reason. For no reason at all. Just people to take people's shit, money. Man. Yeah, it's like, fucking sketchy. Yeah. 
That's why sometimes I'm too worried. Where it is legit. I remember uh, there was a corner. There was a guy. He was there for like two weeks, right? And uh, it's kind of a busy area. Well, one day I drove up and he wasn't there anymore. And the sign that he was holding, he had flipped it around. And on the back, he he put a new message and he kind of like staked it in the ground a little bit. And it said like something like, thanks to contributions, I was able to buy myself a new tent. So the guy went Mm -hmm. out and bought himself a new tent to live in. You yeah. know, because and it, you don't see that very often. Usually, they just kind of are just gone. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. That he, he like left the message saying that he went out and bought a new tent with. Yeah, for those people that drove by and gave me something, at least yeah. you know what happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't buy alcohol with it, or that's cool. I uh, probably well, maybe he did. Maybe he bought a tent and alcohol. <laughs> you don't ten, know. Yeah, and alcohol. Well, living yeah. it up. Yeah. He bought he bought a generator and a portable fridge and a tent. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Power of the bridge, and then oh shit, we don't know, but yeah, I mean, it's you just never know. Yeah, no, but that's hey, pretty much I'm, it for me. That's that's all I'm I've been only, playing. I'm the only one in my family that didn't go to prison or go to a homeless shelter, so I know all too much about it. Okay, my mom and sister didn't go to prison, but you know what I mean. <laughs> the rest of them all did, yeah, but they were definitely homeless. homeless. <laughs> yeah. Even died in homeless shelter, so. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's wow. sad. Way to bring down the show, Gunny. Yeah, I'm sorry. Gunny, you guys were talking doing? about homeless people, but yeah. What are you doing, okay. Gunny? Damn. Gunny, right, Gunny, stop talking about homeless people and tell us what you played. Yeah. You guys are about it. Uh, so what I did with my money was I went and bought a new Xbox, guys. <gasps> so you got I'm one of them game. shiny Series Xs? I got it. I finally got a series. X. He's not a hobo anymore. He's not a hobo anymore. Oh, yeah. I know I sent people messages and they were like, I thought you always gave that. Xbox. I'm like, yeah, but I had the S like, that's what I got at launch. Um, that was what was available. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, I remember when, you know, when it first launched, I was like, gosh, I just kind of hold out, maybe wait a couple days, get the X, whatever. I Fuck it. regret canceling my pre-order because I had it pre-ordered, man. I had that and the PS5 pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I didn't do either. I didn't do either because I was like, oh, I got a PC, and then and the I, whole ship shortage happened. And I was like, man, if I would have kept those pre-orders, I could have sold them for like a thousand dollars. Dude, my my Series X is day one. Mm-hmm. I and I did wait, guys. If you guys remember, I waited like three days. Three days. I just I think it was like one of those times where I was working a lot, but I was also trying to. Um, matter of fact, me and a coworker were like. You know, like the the internet doesn't work as great. We're you know at our job or whatever, so we'd have to drive away to like customer sites and be like trying to put it in carts. Um, it was a pain in the ass, and I'm like, you know what? I just told the wife, just just get the freaking ass, you know. I got um, lucky, man. I got so lucky. I just happened to be on the game, uh, the friggin' GameStop site, and I was running two machines. I was running around like crazy trying to make sure it went through. And it never went through. It never like on my on my phone actually went through. But I got an email from them saying that it did. So I was like, oh, and then for the longest time, I was worried that it wasn't actually going to go through. And then I finally got confirmation and I was like, yeah, it's going to ship. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I matter of fact, like I even tried it. I want to say a few days prior, because, of course, you just can't walk into like a Target or Best Buy. Uh, which were like the locations I was looking at. They're like, yeah, we don't have those in stock or whatever. Um, so I think I was driving back from 
uh, like another town. And I was having the wife like, well, just put it the cart, you know, at our home location, you know, and she's like, well, it's going through. Uh, I'm like, OK. And then it says they have it in stock. I'm like, all right, are we going to drive up there today? I was like, yeah, I'm not going to wait until Saturday. Let's go get it now since we're in the car. Um, so, yeah, sure. They had it there, uh, picked it up. Hooked nice. it up. Uh, I would say like the biggest difference, you know, is like having the S this whole time and now having the X for one, obviously the SSD, the storage, like I can put, fuck, I think I have like 12, uh, you know, X versions of games on there. So instead of my normal, like five or six. Yeah. And the other one is I can definitely see more like it's that true 4k instead of checkerboarded. And the lighting is really good. Uh, matter of fact, my kid even pointed it out where he's like, wow, that looks really good. I'm like, yeah, this is the new, you know, X. And he goes, yeah, the lighting looks really great in this. I'm like, I know. It's like, what a difference from, you know, from the S. Yeah, you can truly see the difference side by side now, right? Yeah. Now, I know that like with this. Are you going to take hobo, the S to the other house? No, I've just got it sitting in the living room right now. We haven't uh, been going up there. I don't know. The wife's not been feeling it or whatever. Like, fine, you know eventually i could just pack it up real easy and take it up there yeah uh, i might just hook it up here in the living room like just put it right on top of the xbox 360 and hook it up to the 1080p tv so um yeah, yeah as well i can just game all That's the time be i guess for that really i mean yeah probably would be a good 1080p machine yeah so i don't know guys whenever i go to the house it's like turn on the xbox even though i have it set up for auto updates i still have to update the games right by the time I update anything, have a seat. It's like, all right, let's go. Let's leave. Let's go back to our other place. I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's like pointless. Um, <laughs> maybe this summer that'll change. But yeah, so I'm just going to keep it hooked up to the living room. Um, yeah, just keep that on there. But uh, yeah, so far, still good. It's like with this Hobo LG TV that I've got, you know, it's got 120 hertz capability, right? In 1080p. But obviously, I'm going to run it 4K 60. I feel like it's obviously again that difference where it looks like it's running higher than it did on the s maybe that was just 30 hertz it was or probably was, was it just 30 i don't know i thought it was 60 but for, what game? for any game just even on, on the, the game. ui yeah most games on the s didn't run as good on yeah on the s and they did on the x the x always ran 60 a lot of the games on the s ran at 30 yeah I'm thinking of like I've been playing uh, the Dead Space remake, so it definitely looks like the refresh rates are higher. Not just mm -hmm. that, but oh, you're, sure you're, you're probably also getting actual 4K yep. resolution. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. I can definitely see that. A 1080p checkerboard shit that the other one does. Yeah, playing Diablo, uh, the beta, like, oh, wow, like, yeah, everything looks a lot better. So definitely see the up res and benefits of the x console itself so uh yeah just getting around oh, the ui and you know the of the xbox like that feels faster so yeah all good it's a good purchase glad i paid for it so um but yeah besides what other games man i think you guys talked about all the games we played um but oh i will start off with world war z shout out to uh yeah ghost nico and drax uh nico's friend so I was telling him about my experience with uh, the Dead Space remake. And he was like, oh, dude, I've already like completed that game like three times. I'm like, what, what, what? Like, I can just barely get through it. 
He's like, what are you playing on? Are you playing on hard? I'm like, no, I'm just playing on normal. Uh, so I actually went back and looked. And he's like, look, he goes, well, it's medium. It is kind of hard. So just drop it down a level. So because there's 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 baby mode, which is very easy. And then there's easy, then medium and then hard. So I'm like, all right, you know what? There's because there's that spot I couldn't get past. I put it down a level and then boom, I was able to get right past it. Um, I didn't want to do it. I think my pride kind of got in the way where I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try and, you know, get through this hardcore if I can. Um, but yeah, I put my pride yeah, aside. Beneficial sometimes, like if you get to a point where you just can't get past it, but you, instead of losing interest in the game, you yeah. know, like at least be able to like continue on. At least finish it. Yeah. At least right, go through right. and play the rest of the way through. Yeah. Even if you lower the difficulty, you can at least get the experience, you know? Yeah. And, and th so that's worked out pretty good where, yeah, I've died a few times and I'm like, oh, I should not do this or that or um, but it's cool. Like the spot I'm in now where um, where it, it'll be like they'll throw a big enemy at me. Right. And so. It'll be like, hey, you could either like try and fight that enemy, use all your freaking ammo on that enemy, or you can just go to your objective like the door will actually open or you might have to put this battery thing in this thing to get the door to open, but don't waste all your fricking ammo on that one giant enemy. So I'm like, ah, that's what I, so that's what I've been doing. Um, you know, sometimes you don't have the option. Like you just have to fight the enemy, kill it, move on. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been doing and getting through it. And I'm, you know, I love corridor shooters. Like, you know, and again, this game looks so good, you know, running on the X with, uh, the lighting and everything. So enjoying it. Um, I don't know what point am I at in the game right now, actually. So I don't even how much how much time I have left in it. So um, the uh, let's see, like even on my uh, objectives, just for the listers, because he'd be like, yeah, Gunny, you're almost there. Um, let's see, the missions are acquire the liquid nitrogen. Oh, you know what? You're always unlocking like even a new weapon. I don't. That's one thing Drax recommended where it's like. You know, where do you put your uh, skill points, you know, into your uh, into the weapons? So I've been trying to try to do it on the plasma rifle uh, or just I just call it the freaking gun. Right. But um, yeah, I've been trying to just upgrade that first original one. And, you know, I always keep at least like a flamethrower. So I think I've just upgraded that maybe twice. And but a lot of my points are just going into my suit. So, you know, for better, more oxygen you know, better health, shit like that. So, um, yeah. And yeah, some other weapons where I'm like, that's my new strategy where I'm not going to try to keep like, you know, seven fucking guns in my freaking ammo or, you know, in my inventory. So, uh, but you can only have four on the wheel or whatever that you can use. So, um, yeah. And, and ammo is not like, it's not like plenty of it, you know, all over the place. So, some parts of it does remind me of Resident Evil game where I'm like, oh, I'm going to run out real quick here, you know, <laughs> so, just on the regular, you know, generic rifle. So, um, yeah, enjoying the hell out of that. I'm going to finish it. Definitely going to do it. Um, yeah, another game I kind of got into and I'm getting better at Jesus Vampire Survivors. So I finally got to a point with that first character, the, the guy with the whip, Anthony Antonio. Um, so now I'm on that third dungeon. Ryan, I'm on the third dungeon. 
uh, I just kind of went into the library twice and now I'm in that like factory section. So, and I don't know, you know, you know, how you pick up things or whatever. Uh, I don't know. They're just part of your inventory or, you know, your abilities or some shit. So, but yeah, I've, I, I've definitely like able to last more than 12 minutes and, you know, lots of garlic and yeah, that game's a fucking blast. So, um, yeah, the only other character, I think I've tried like four of them, but the second one is, uh, she has the magic wand. So that's what I'm trying to work on now. And then I'll go back to <laughs> the guy with the whip and, you know, play that for a little bit. But yeah, that game's that game's a ton of fun. So just playing that on Xbox. Um, yeah, or I or I might just play it on PC Game Pass. So either way, it's all going to sync up. Oh. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's really all I play, guys. So that's it for me. Um, obviously, my satisfactory. <coughs> yep, always got to play that. So always grinding for more stuff. Ooh. Just let it run and get my inventory up. Well, guys, I got to head out. All right. <clears throat> All right, Ryan. Night. Nice having you on. Yeah, have a good night. It was good to be here again. But uh, before I go, what time is it, Jesus? It's news time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. See you later, guys. Literally. See ya. See ya. All right, gentlemen. It's now that we got new. AI Ryan out of the way, I know, right? <laughs> second, second, tri- second trial run of the AI, AI system. Pretty good. Yeah. Looks yeah. pretty good. Looks looks well, he even you know even talked about the pinball effects type stuff. You know, like yeah. just like Ryan would. You know, it probably just knows though. It's like if you type in Ryan Gibson, it probably just comes up pinball effects. I think Ryan plays pinball yeah. effects every day. Yeah. It'd be kind of like if we had Jesus. On his the next time we'll have Jesus on, he'd be like, I played Call of Duty. I'm like, yeah, way to, way to reach there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we want some news here. Dark and Darker is now being delisted on Steam following legal action from Nexon. Developer Iron Maze has been served a case uh, or a cease and desist order. Up-and-coming fantasy extraction game Dark and Darker has been taken down from Steam following a cease and desist as well as the DMCA claim by publisher Nexon. It's an apparent escalation of Nexon's existing dispute with Dark and Darker developer Iron Mace around the game's development assets. Overnight from March 24th into the 25th, assets and material from Dark and Darker's Steam page were removed, followed by its co-op and PvP servers going dark, and then culminating with the removal of the game from the Steam store. This follows the search earlier this month of Iron Mace's offices where police went in there and seized materials related to the game project, Gunny. At the time, Iron Mace said that, quote, absolutely no stolen assets or code were used to make our game and that players should not worry as nothing was found. Clearly, Japanese-Korean game publishing giant Nexon disagrees with them. Though, as of yet, no legal details have been forthcoming. Hmm. In a statement posted to the Dark and Darker Discord server, a representative for Nexon said that, quote, We have recently been served a cease and desist letter 
and DMCA takedown by Nexon regarding Dark and Darker based on distorted claims. We are currently working with our legal team to remedy this issue in the best manner possible. Due to the sensitive legal nature of this issue, we must be careful with <laughs> with our statements. Ooh, fuck. So as to not to jeopardize our position, we ask for your understanding as we work to get the game back up as quickly as possible. The latest escalation is part of an ongoing legal dispute between Nexon and Iron Mace, as well as a personal legal dispute between Nexon and Iron Mace employees. Employees at Iron Mace were formerly working at Nexon on a project called P3, which was canceled back in 2021. That Nexon alleges bears a lot of similarities to Dark and Darker, seemingly implying that Iron Mace is now using stolen assets and stolen code to create Dark and Darker. Dark and Darker is an extraction shooter, but it's also a first-person dungeon-crawling fantasy game. Uh, so, yeah. Dark and Darker was due for another public playtest from April 14th to the 19th of this year. But, I mean, as of now, that playtest has probably been canceled. Uh, so, is, yeah. uh Is Dark and Darker, is that that? I think I've seen it on Twitch. It's like a medieval-style Tarkov. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Well... I mean, they seem pretty confident. This Nexon seems pretty confident that they stole their shit. I mean, um, maybe they did. Yeah. Who knows? It's kind of crazy. We'll see what yeah. happens. We'll, we'll find out, right? We'll find out. We'll see mm -hmm. what they found. Eventually, eventually, the courts will come out and say, yeah, yeah, this is what happened. Another news, Xbox news. Xbox is now removing their $1 deal from Game Pass globally. Says sir, in a move that some users have loosely branded anti-consumer gunny, Xbox is, appears to have removed the years-old Xbox Game Pass $1 promotion deal from all of its platforms on a global scale, mail. Mm. It is not mm. known if this is a permanent move or a temporary change, but for the time being, it brings an end to a deal that saw a new user secure a month of ga Xbox Game Pass for just one dollar. However, there was still this sneaky trick that many users have taken advantage of for years now, where they purchase Xbox Live Gold, which is cheaper, and then they would sign up for the Game Pass Ultimate, which would essentially upgrade the gold, or however much their gold membership was, and convert all of it to Game Pass Ultimate. So if you had a year of or two years of Xbox Live Gold mail for... 120 bucks, and then you bought this one dollar deal and we'll turn your two years of Xbox Gold into like two years of Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> so people were getting this shit like they were getting a lot of like like pretty much you were getting it like half off. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like legitimately you were paying like half of what you would normally pay for the fucking game pass you for like years. I think I did that with like <clears throat> 10 months of gold. But yeah. I did. That was legit, though. That was legit. Was I already it? had it in the system. Was, was it gunny? It was legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They said legit. I can do it, and I did it. Like, I didn't add gold. Like, oh, other. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, gunny. Right. Uh, I do buy, like, some of the cards once in a while from. Yeah. Uh, what's that website? Not CD Keys, but they do it too. Mm. They, 
Trump's ah fuck whatever it's called new egg. I think they have deals sometimes. Microsoft don't care. They got so much money. They're like, ah, just take take the Game Pass Ultimate. It's cool. We can mm. afford it. Jerks. What else you got for us, Jesus? Another news. Move on here to more news. Uh, Fallout writer Chris Avalon's accusers have now settled their libel case for seven figures. <laughs> Two of the how women. How much is seven figures? A million. Uh, yeah. Like tens of millions? Uh, it could be one to nine million. Ten million would be eight figures. Yeah. Yeah, Gunny. A lot of monies. Two of the women who accused game writer Chris Avalon of sexual misconduct back in 2020 now say that they were misinterpreted and have retracted their statements to the press after they settled a libel lawsuit brought by the Obsidian co-founder. We believe that he deserves a full return to the industry and support him in those endeavors. Carissa Barrows and Kelly Ray Bristol wrote in a joint statement. Avalon shared the statement and details about the settlement in a Medium post on March 25th. They said, quote, The parties resolved the matter and claims were dismissed with prejudice pursuant to a confidential settlement. That settlement includes the return of an attorney fee award previously entered in California against Avalon, as well as a seven-figure payment to him from Barrows and Bristol. Avalon told Keith Kotaku in an email, Barrows told Kotaku that she could not comment on the settlement outside of what was included in the Medium post, and Bristol could not be reached for comment. <clears throat> a writer and designer on critically acclaimed role-playing games like Planet Skate Torment, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2, and Fallout New Vegas, Avalon was, a number of, was one of a number of key figures in the gaming industry accused of sexual misconduct in June of 2020. Bristol wrote on social media at the time that Avalon had groped her at a trade show, while Burroughs then told Kotaku in an interview that he tried to get her drunk and tried to have sex with her. She said, quote, at the time, he assaulted me 100%, but I stopped him, end quote. At the time, Avalon apologized to Burroughs and others on Twitter but did not respond for requests for comments. He was secretly dropped as a consultant from games like Dying Light 2. A year later, however, Avalon publicly denied the allegations in June 2021 in a June 2021 Medium post and then proceeded to file a libel lawsuit in California against Barrows and Bristol in particular. That case was eventually dismissed via an anti-slap Motion in 2022, that's a strategic lawsuits against public participation uh, by review of an appeals court, and then Avalon was ordered to pay attorney fees. And then a separate libel lawsuit was filed in September of 2022 in Illinois, and both sides were preparing for discovery proceedings prior to reaching a settlement. As part of that settlement, Barrows and Bristol now say that Avalon, quote, never sexually assaulted or abused either of us. Mm. Their statement goes on, <clears throat> We have no knowledge that he has ever sexually abused any woman. We have no knowledge that Mr. Avalon has ever misused corporate funds. Uh, 
Anything we have previously said or ever written about Mr. Avalon to the contrary was not our intent. We want to support women in the industry. In so doing, our words have been misinterpreted to suggest specific allegations of misconduct that were neither expressed nor intended. We are passionate about the Safety Security Agency of Women, Minorities, and the LGBTQIA plus persons, and every other community that has seen persecution in the video game industries. We believe Mr. Avalon shares a desire to protect and uplift those communities. We believe that he deserves a full return to the industry and support him in those endeavors. On Monday, March 27th, Barrows emailed Kotaku and other press outlets a copy of this statement requesting to, quote, retract my previous comments concerning Christopher Avalon. In a separate statement, Avalon wrote in his latest Medium post to people that people respect Barrows and Bristol's privacy and to use this opportunity as a means to listen to all voices in improving our culture and our communities. I appreciate the willingness of Ms. Barrows and Ms. Bristol's to work with us in addressing the issues within the gaming community and their advocacy is to be commended and supported. There are still many very real challenges that we face, but I am confident we can face them together, Avalon wrote. So, that's crazy. So pretty much they lost in court, and now they have to apologize, I think. <laughs> now, now I wonder, I mean, do they still work there? I don't know, but he sued them for millions of dollars. I mean, he obviously got paid, or he's going to get at least a million dollars out of him. At minimum, a million, right? Yeah. Seven figures. A minimum, a million. At most, nine million. And they obviously have to apologize or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the things we don't know, like, uh, you know, like who they are in the company, right? Like, doesn't... Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. This is, there's like 10 different articles on this. But yeah. In other news... Glad he defended himself, you know, if he's not... Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he gets his job back. That must suck, dude, having to lose your job like that. You know, like yeah. literally, probably overnight he lost his job. Have to deal with all this bullshit. Have to fight to fucking prove that you didn't do something. You know, so hopefully, dude gets his his job back. In other news, GameStop has now turned a profit. Mayo, okay, listen now. I know oh, they made a profit now. I know you're a GameStop shareholder. You're the big. Oh yeah, GameStop. yeah. You, you were part of that big short that happened. You made a million dollars. I know you did. GameStop has now turned a profit, for the first time, mail in two years. Damn. Right? So, wow. yeah. On the, on the rise. Yeah, making a comeback. Yeah, comeback. GameStop we, has we all thought they were dead since the launch prof- of consoles. Profitability. The company announced earning results. This week, reporting that it posted a profit of $48.2 million for the fourth quarter of the fiscal year, marking the company's first quarterly profit in two years. This was a massive improvement over the $147.5 million loss during the same period last year. Wow. GameStop posted these results after implementing a series of cost-cutting measures, which included layoffs. In fact, GameStop enacted at least three rounds of significant layoffs in 2022. Not only that, but now managers have reported being under intense pressure to deliver results. GameStop saw a revenue of $2.2 billion during the first quarter, 
down slightly from 2.25 billion for the full year. The picture wasn't as rosy for the full year, though. Uh, GameStop posted a revenue of 5.9 billion for the full year, which is down from 6 billion during the previous fiscal year. For the full year, GameStop did post a loss of $313 million, but that is an improvement from the loss last year of $381 million. GameStop CEO Matt Furlong has now said the company's aim is to create a path toward a full year of profitability in the future. For the full year, uh, GameStop had... $1.3 billion in cash and cash equivalents on hand compared to the $1.2 billion they had last year. So, Stocks are doing good, kind of. GameStop says that they're going to look to make more money in 2023, Gunny, by getting better terms from their suppliers and their vendors and by allocating enough new consoles to meet demand, they said. (laughs) GameStop will also prioritize its collectibles category, like Funko Pops, which is a business that GameStop has now seen a lot of growth potential in. I so thought the Funko Pops were kind of on the decline. I don't know. I, can't, I mean, I could be completely wrong. I just, uh-huh. I know, you know, some people in the community, I know Bill collected them for the longest time. I know he sold a lot of his collection, but I don't know. I feel like you kind of seen them everywhere for a while, but now I feel like it's kind of like backing down a little bit. But I could be wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm not in that community. Somebody else would better know better. But I mean, do you think most people are just ordering them online at GameStop.com? I mean, I would think that's a majority of their sales from like a Funko. Like, you can get the ones that you want, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of having to drive to a brick and mortar store, oh, you don't have fucking you know this set of I was these characters. Actually, going to go to my local GameStop today. I was out doing some run. I had to take my daughter to. Uh, Track and volleyball, or track, or track practice, and um, I had to kill some time. And uh, I thought about letting my girlfriend borrow my Xbox, my my One X, and because uh, I just really don't use it. And she wanted Skyrim, and Skyrim. yeah, she's like, I used to play Skyrim. She's like, if I, you let me borrow it, I'd love to love to be able to play Skyrim on it. So I looked, and I was trying to find it, like on the digital store, and it only showed like the Series X and S upgrade version or something like that Mm -hmm. i'm like oh maybe i can't buy a digital anymore so then uh i looked at cd keys to get the xbox version sold out you can't buy it on there so i'm like you know what maybe i'll just buy like the physical copy at gamestop like maybe they'll have one you know skyrim's everywhere that game has been around since the dawn of time i feel like (laughs) yeah um but i went to go to my gamestop and it was like uh probably 11 o'clock in the morning and it was closed yet. I didn't go up and look at the hours on the door, but I was kind of surprised. Like it, it was 11 yeah. o'clock and it was closed. That's about the but time they opened, it right? It didn't look like it was out of business. I don't know. It might have been right before 11. I don't know. Because my daughter's practice was from 10 to 12. But I, I had stopped and did some other shit. Some, uh, some stores, have, I've been reading, because I go to Reddit sometimes and read the, like, the GameStop Reddit. And a lot of the employees go on there and talk shit about GameStop. And uh, one of the things that I have been noticing is that some people say that they have to close their store to go to lunch and yes. to go to breaks. Yes, they do. Because they're the only Maybe employee like that there. Happened, yeah. They're the yeah, only I, uh, person working. Drove by and they had the the grate, you know, like you could see the doors yeah. were locked up and had like a grate in the doors. Like it was all locked up. The <laughs> lights were all off. So I'm like, 
all right, I'm not like going to get out of the car and go look at the hours. So I would have a park and everything and walk up and look. So I just like, I'll catch it some other time. But so I, I figured I'd do some more digging anyways. But yeah, I'm going to try to find and see if I can find like a physical copy and just put it in the Xbox if I give it to her to get her, to get her Elden well. Ring. <clears throat> get her Elden Ring. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> She's going to fucking hate that shit. <laughs> and other news, technology news. Tech company NVIDIA has now slammed cryptocurrency in a recent interview with The Guardian, with Chief Technology Officer, the CTO, Michael Keegan, saying crypto doesn't bring anything useful to society. The United States-based chip-making company process, processors, which are geared for gamers, infam infamously also found popularity amongst crypto miners due to their processing power. Keegan says despite NVIDIA's sales success in the sector, that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to redirect the company to support whatever it is. He said, I never believed that crypto is something that would do something good for humanity. AI does. Oh. What? Oh, AI does. Who's this guy coming out of left field with this crazy shit? <laughs> he gets to make all these decisions, huh? Listen, Keegan says he believes the processing power of the company's cards would be put to better use developing and running AI tech like ChatGPT, as opposed to crypto mining, which he likens to high-frequency trading, an industry that his former company, Mellanox, struck gold and prior to being acquired by NVIDIA in 2020. With ChatGPT, everybody can now create his own machine, his own program. You just tell it what to do and it will. And if it doesn't work the way you want it to, Mayo, you tell it, I want something different. My prerogative. NVIDIA's, NVIDIA's praise of ChatGPT should not come as a surprise, given the first version of the AI was trained on a supercomputer built with 10,000 NVIDIA graphics cards. The tech company has previously taken steps to try and limit the use of their products for crypto mining. Despite the volume of sales from the sector, NVIDIA announced the release of a number of new graphics cards with limited hash rates to discourage the mass purchasing of the graphics cards by miners in May of 2021. In a blog post at the time, the company said the move would help get GeForce GPUs in the hands of gamers. Unfortunately, the attempt to dissuade miners was rendered almost obsolete due to a developer driver version that contained code to circumvent the limiter on the RTX 3060 released shortly after launch. The limiter has now since been removed, giving the lack of success. So it says here, NVIDIA is one of many companies trying to distance itself from cryptocurrency and seems poised to do so by jumping in all in on AI tech and development. Jensen Huang, the company CEO, said that AI would reinvent nearly every industry at the annual NVIDIA conference, likely powered by the company's cards. The shift is a timely move, given the collapse of the cryptocurrency market as companies have now begun to lay off staff and to cut costs to try to survive the downturn. Whether or not NVIDIA's involvement in the growing use of AI continues is yet to be seen, but Keegan's comments are sure to further dissuade crypto miners from the company's products. Dun, dun, dun. They made them so much money, so much yes. money. It's like, <laughs> they're your fucking liars. So shut I up. know. It's right? like it's like you give me a ride to work yeah. every day, right? And I really and like, appreciate it because I have no car. And then a year later, I'm, I'm driving around in a f fucking Ferrari, going, "Yeah, bitch, you ain't riding in my Ferrari." 
Fuck you, fuck Jesus. Jesus. I don't need your stupid fucking rides. You sucked anyway. I fucking hate <laughs> fucking riding your car. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off, Nvidia. I'm sorry. <laughs> I sound like Tell Ryan him. now from last week. Tell Tell PlayStation here, but it's like, fuck you, you know, fuckers. In other news, you suck, Nvidia. Lighthouse Games, or I mail Lighthouse Games, is a new studio headed okay. by Gavin Rayburn who is the former studio head and founder of Playground Games, the developer behind Forza Horizon. It's going to be located in Leamington Spa, United Kingdom. The newly formed studio is currently working on an unannounced new IP. Although the initial press release announcing the studio's opening was brief, it mentioned that Lighthouse Games aims to develop a new best-in-class game. With the help of key founding members from Playground Games' original team, and under industry talents. So there's that. Yeah. Yeah. New AAA studio, man. Are you excited? I am. <clears throat> so especially if it's from uh, playground, you know, they make it's a, it's a team. It's a team of 30 compromised of both former colleagues and other experienced developers. Rayburn is hard at work on an unannounced new IP. And, uh, he said, I'm at my happiest when I can see a sky of potential above me to work towards. I want to achieve as much as, as much as I can in my career. And although I don't move often, the moves I have made have all been driven by the desire to achieve more and to make the biggest and the best games I possibly can. I've only got one career and I want to make the most of it. I like it and indeed need to see the potential ahead of me. Always having something new to work towards. When I have that, I'm happy. And that's what Lighthouse is about for me. It's about having an open sky above in which to grow with my team and to do even better things. This is the vision we all share at Lighthouse, to utilize all our experiences and learnings to achieve something bigger and better than we have achieved before. Something truly special. People should be looking at Lighthouse expecting that we'll be producing something highly polished and technologically ambitious. And that's exactly our ambition, and the heritage of our team makes that possible. Says here, it's been more than a decade since Ray Rayburn last formed a new development studio, and it's an interesting time to be doing so. Uh, so there's that. I mean, pretty much so his last studio that he made is Playground Games, and they've obviously made the Forza Horizon series. Yeah. Uh, they also made, what else? Detailed Games. I mean, that's all they've made, right? I mean, they're working on Fable, I guess. Yeah. Well, that is a AAA studio right there. But I have faith in. Lighthouse Studios is fully independent, Mayo and Gunny. While every title Playground Games did create was exclusive to Xbox, the studio was not acquired until 2018 by Microsoft. Yep. Codemasters was also independent, but by the time Rayburn left it, it was a much larger company than the one he joined as a freelance programmer in 1986. So he used to work at Codemasters, which made the Burnout series and shit, right? Yes. Wait, Codemasters? No, that was all EA, I think. Uh, was it all EA? Yeah. Wait, who made Burnout? I forgot who that was. Uh, there's another time? studio. I forgot the name. Fuck. I don't know. Anyways, this guy made a new studio. It's coming. What did Codemasters make? F1? Let's uh, so look at their games. They got their, their F1, all the games. 2016, 2017, whatever. Hmm. Hmm. They made Project Cars. 
I'm, gonna, I'm trying to find their games here. Their list of games. Oh, that was from Criterion Jesus that made the Burnout series. I knew it was different. Yeah. So they made a bunch of games. They made Brit- a British fuck. video game developer based in. Codemasters made a lot of shit, dude. They made like a lot of stuff. But you're right. Currently, they're making all the F1 games. And they made that Need for Speed Unbound. That was the last game they made. Damn, I still need to play that. It's downloaded. It's ready to go. I'm like, nah. Racing they made, games, they made, nah. They made all the F1 games, pretty much. The Dirt games. Yeah, the Dirt uh, ones are good. Operation Flashpoint. A uh, game called Fuel. Damnation. Yeah. Going all the way back, all the way back, Mayo, to 1986, they made a game called Super Robin Hood. Hmm. Don't know it. Or the Amiga. It's a bunch of PC consoles. The the Commodore, the Atari, wow. and the NES. Yeah. Then they made BMX Simulator after that. Grand Prix Simulator, Ghost Hunters, 3D Starfighter, Jet Bike Simulator. They got a lot of games. Yeah. So early used to work for them, and then he founded the studio that makes Forza Horizon, which is Playground. And now he found this studio. Hopefully nobody acquires them. Like, I don't want to hear, like, next week, go Microsoft. Yeah, it seems like this guy can't get away from being corporate, you know? Microsoft acquires Lighthouse Studios. (laughs) Right, yeah. You know, he's going to be like, fuck, I quit. I quit. I want to start another studio. (laughs) Can I just be indie for just one year, please? Yeah. Um, in other news, let's move on here to some more news, guys. Hey, I've got one here real quick, Jesus, I wanted to read. What? Because uh, I don't know if we talked about that Unreal Engine 5. I know it was announced a while ago, but this was from the uh, State of the Unreal Address, which I watched most of it on Twitch because I was on vacation. And so, oh, so this was at GDC 2023. So they announced a wide ranging suit of features for the Unreal Engine 5.2. But perhaps the most important feature coming in the update engine doesn't relate to lighting, geometry detail, or ray tracing. It's all about performance. Uh, games right now, or wrongly, have been associated with stuttering and hitches over the last few years. With the new release, Epic is finally tracking the problem or taking the problem head on. So I thought this was a high time to break down why in real engine games so commonly show shutter what epic is doing to solve the problem and when we can expect to see those efforts show up in a new release so Mm. yeah they're working on they're working on the stuttering man so they're working on it some more piece of news mail ubisoft has now fully confirmed that they will not attend e3 2023 Instead, they're opting to host their own live presentation in the L.A. area in June. So this comes as a move, you know, they're, they're saying no more E3 for us. We don't need E3. Yeah, it was pretty much just dead now. What it sounded like. Yeah, it. I had so who, who is showing up? But nobody's showing up. Everyone's got their own shit. Yeah. EA has their own thing. Xbox has their own thing. PlayStation hasn't said anything, but they're not going to be there. Nintendo yeah, no. says that they're not going. Who is going to be there? Just random. Gonna be That's there. a good question. Yeah. Indie, like indie developers, maybe? Maybe some indie guys. But even like indie guys are not there. Like that Devolver Digital isn't there. They don't give a fuck. They're not there. 
nobody's there. It's going to be empty. Like, Is it still no. called E3? Like yeah. the people that bought it? Yeah. Or I guess you could say they bought it's it. It's still called the E3 Expo. Uh, yeah, here's an article here just talks about. So this was like a, a week and a half ago. Um, so this was before Ubisoft. But what I'm trying to think is it. This is an Ubisoft. I don't know. I think they were at. They've always been at E3. Well, they were. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't look good, though. Talking about who's going to be there. In other news, uh, there's a Sony 75 inch TV right now, mail, which is on sale. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it supports PS5's features or something. I don't know. It's on sale. It's down to $528 for the 50 inch. And the 75 inch is down to under 900 from $1,000. Ooh. Ooh. I saw some really nice ones uh, at Costco. Some nice Sony TVs. This other big piece of news I have here is... So, members of Congress from both sides of the aisle, guys, both sides, are now pressing President Biden and his administration to take action against PlayStation, Xbox console competition in Japan. Policymakers have now raised concerns this week to Biden officials saying Sony's business practices in its native Japan are blocking U.S. America companies from competing in that country's gaming market and could be running afoul of U.S.-Japan trade deals. The unexpected pressure has now become public on Thursday when Senator Maria Cantwell from Washington pressed U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai on it during a trade hearing. Ten members of the House also sent two letters on Thursday to Tai and Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo urging action. What they're saying is say, they said, quote, Today we write to bring to your attention the imbalanced Japanese video game market, which we are concerned may be a result of discriminatory trade practices that could violate the spirit of the U.S.-Japan Digital Trade Agreement, states one of the letters, signed by four Republicans from the House, including Carol Miller from West Virginia and Mike Carey from Ohio. Oh, dirty Ohio people. The Republican letter alleges that Sony PlayStation has 98% of the high-end console market in Japan and that they signed deals designed to keep hit Japanese games from Microsoft's Xbox system and says such moves may violate Japan's antitrust laws. The Japanese government's effective policy of non-prosecution when it comes to Sony appears to be a very serious barrier to United States exports with real impacts from Microsoft and the many, many U.S. game developers and publishers that sell globally but see their earnings in Japan depressed by these practices, the letter continues. So. Between the lines, it says uh, Sony has had a steep advantage over the Xbox in Japan for decades, though the secrecy around gaming contracts obscures the underlying causes. It says here Sony does occasionally secure major platform exclusives, as with Square Enix's Final Fantasy 15, right, or 16. A Japanese made game, Mayo, a Japanese made game. Expected to be big with the Japanese and the global audiences, and it's only slated for PlayStation, not for Xbox. That's oh wrong. My no. God. Oh, how dare they? How dare they make an exclusive deal with the Japanese console? 
But Japan's console market is also not quite a two-horse race. Nintendo is excluded from the definition of high-end consoles by policymakers. Uh, so they're only talking about Sony here. It says here, the heat on Sony is unmistakably coinciding with the Japanese company's own pressure on antitrust regulators to block Microsoft's $69 billion bid to buy Activision Blizzard. It says here, Sony's anti-competitive tactics deserve discussion, and we welcome further investigation to ensure a level playing field in the video game industry. While Microsoft isn't saying just how involved it was in orchestrating this push to, to make... <laughs> To make Congress people yeah. write letters to Japan. <laughs> uh, Sony reps did not reply for any comments, but so let me read you a part of this of this letter. Okay, guys, I'm going to read you. Japan allows foreign gaming companies to sell to its market, but U.S. companies have never gained a foothold, Gunny. Microsoft debuted its Xbox in Japan in 2002. And despite 20 years of investment, Mayo, 20 years of investment, okay, still has a negligible 2% share of the high-end console market. Our understanding is that the Japanese government tolerates a range of exclusionary, exclusionary conduct by their domestic companies that may violate Japan's antitrust laws, and that this inaction by the Japanese government is harming the ability of the U.S. companies to compete in their country. We understand that Sony, which holds 98% of the market in Japan, pays third-party game publishers not to make their content available on Xbox, not to make their content available on Xbox, and systematically negotiates exclusivity arrangements that keep most of the popular games in Japan off of the Xbox. The Japanese government's effective policy of non-prosecution when it comes to Sony appears to be a serious barrier to United States exports with real impacts for Microsoft and many of the U.S. game developers and publishers that sell globally, but see their earnings in Japan depressed by these practices. Such policies can distort trade every bit as much as high tariffs or non-tariff barriers like discriminatory licensing practices with the same result of allowing a domestic incumbent to protect this market share from foreign competitors. Such policies can also distort trade in the U.S. and third countries by providing a monopoly at home that can be leveraged for competition abroad. So, all right, all right, guys. You know, this is serious, guys, okay? Microsoft just wants to put Japanese games on the Xbox, and the Japanese Sony is over there like, no, we get all the Japanese games. Fuck you, Mayo. You don't get no Japanese games on your shit. You're American. Right. And it's hard, too, because uh, it seems like, you know, Sony does have that. They do. Market over in Japan. You know, like, the Xbox doesn't sell over there. But, I mean, but they're right. Sony is always making deals with Square Enix and shit. These companies that are big in Japan, huge Japanese companies, right? That are exclusively making games for them but they're they're not like sony doesn't own square enix square enix is their own shit right but they're making these deals for final fantasy which we know it's fucking huge in japan but they make it only for the playstation and yeah i would say that's that's that is one another argument i hear from people within the xbox community where you know they they really want to play that 
that Final Fantasy game. But they're like, we can't have it. You know, yeah, we can't have it on Xbox. You, but, you yeah. cannot do it, Gunny. Probably Why? one of the most sought after games. You know, all I see here is Xbox. Third party. Like, all I see here is somebody at Xbox Mayo mm-hmm. went and had lunch with some senators in Washington state, right? All right. They invited the senators from Washington state to come have lunch with Phil and Billy, Billy Gates. Hey guys, come have lunch with us at Microsoft headquarters. It's on us. We're paying. It's on us. We're paying for the caviar, you know, and, and they flew them out there in the private jet and had the limo waiting at the airport. The Microsoft executive limo, just waiting for them at the airport. Drove him out there, wined and dined him, and said, hey, guys, okay, we need you guys to put out a fucking letter today to the goddamn Japanese government and, and make this a big deal, okay? We're going to make this a huge deal. We're going to say that they're they're not letting them put Xbox, no no Japanese games on the Xbox. You're going to make this a big deal, okay? Because we're trying to buy Activision. We need to get the rhetoric train going here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, they wind and dine those motherfuckers. That's all this is, in my opinion. I mean, good move, Microsoft. But I know what you did, Phil. Phil went out there. Phil put on his cool jacket, okay? Definitely. He went out there with his nicest jacket, and he wind and dined some senators in Washington. And then he flew over to Ohio and wind and dined some senators in Ohio. And then he's like, oh, yeah, hey, guys, we need more games on the Xbox. Sony's got it locked up over in Japan. Yeah. What can we do they're, about this? They're like, what about Nintendo? Oh, we're not going to talk about them. They're my, they're my friends. <laughs> right. They, Nintendo? They, they, Reggie's they, a buddy. Oh, not yeah. anymore. <laughs> they're like, Nintendo's our buddies. They let us sign the Call of Duty deal. They said that they would do it for 10 years. They're cool. But that Sony guy, fuck them. You gotta say that they're not letting us put their games on our console. <laughs> we don't. Jim don't Ryan's mention... not let. He's not bringing his toys to the damn sandbox. Don't don't mention Nintendo though. Don't mention them. Don't even don't even say Nintendo in the letter. Okay. Don't even don't even mention that company at all. <laughs> like, isn't it funny how this letter does not mention Nintendo at all? It it doesn't even say like. Nintendo at all, at yeah, all. Yeah, it only says Sony. It's all it mentions. It's like, okay, really, guys, come on. We know what happened here. You guys wine and dine these senators and told them, hey, we need, we need you guys to create a buzz, make Sony the bad guy. You're our Sony. biggest contributors. What can we do? You know. <laughs> oh, of course, our biggest Billy. donors. We need that letter. Of course, Billy. We'll write that letter right away. We'll start shooting emails immediately. Can you write them to the people over in the UK? How much money? How much money are you donating to my campaign for the next election? (laughs) How (laughs) much money do I get for this? Yeah. Hmm. How how much money do I get into my trust account for this letter? Oh, a hundred thousand. Okay. I'll write this letter. (laughs) I'll sign it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it was, man. That's all it was. And that's all politics is, is people getting wine and dined by different companies to push different laws. Now you know how the government works, Connie. It ain't about beliefs or about Republicans and Democrats and religion. No, it ain't not about that. It's about that almighty dollar, isn't it? It's all about money, man. I bet you you could get any of these Republicans that are like all, like, I'm a super Christian God-fearing man. 
I bet you there was like a crazy guy who was like, I'll give you a billion dollars to say you're a Satanist. You're a fucking, you're a fucking Satanist. You worship Satan. I dare you to say that. On Twitter and, and right they, now. They'd yeah. fucking do it. For, you know what I mean? They'd fucking <laughs> right. do it for a billion dollars. They would fucking do it. They would, they would pass some law saying that Satanism is the new fucking religion of the country. They'd be like, if I get through to Congress, I'm going to wear horns the whole yeah, time on the floor. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to wear fucking some dark robes and shit in the middle of the fucking Congress floor. You know what I mean? Like, fucking use a Ouija board and shit. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's yeah. exactly what would happen. You know, everything not give a fuck. It's all about the money, man. You know, you want me to say oh, hell Satan on TV? I will. I will say hell Satan all day long. Mm-hmm. Satan drives forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's I saw cool. that. I think I saw part of this. Like, I didn't read like the article till you, till you just talked about it, but there was a, I know that one of the senators that somebody was pointing out on Twitter, like, look, look who they're uh, they support the most. And it was like, obviously, like Microsoft or whatever, like shows how much they you're right, because it's all going to be transparent, how much they actually donated or. Yeah, yeah, it was like a lot of money. I was like, wow. Yeah, it's like forty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, of course. Um, But. uh, Yeah, interesting. So. uh, Big money, you know. But yeah, it looks like that deal is going to go through the oh, who is it over in the UK? What are they called? The freaking whatever. Fucking. I don't know. The regulator is over there from the UK said everything's good. We're we're good, to, good to go on our end as far as the acquisition goes. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess we're just waiting on. Who is it over here in America? All these all these three lettered governments here, you know, it always throws me off. So, yeah. Fair Trade Commission? I don't fucking know. So, whatever. It's going to get bought. It's going to mm. get acquired. Yeah. It's going to happen. They're going to make it happen. Microsoft has enough money to lobby everyone, dude. Yeah. They do not give a fuck. Um, but somebody put out, Jesus, one of the things I read is, you know, obviously I like to read the comments. Some are really funny. Um, but there were some other discussions where they were talking about you know, once the deal goes through and it's they've got the full ownership of it, like, do you think we'll see then Sony wanting to buy up something like it? I think we talked about it already, right? Like a 2K or Ubisoft or something. I mean, guess guess who the number one contributor for Senator Maria Cantwell from Washington is? Yeah, that's the one. That's where what? I saw on Twitter. That's yeah. What, that's what is what is her number? Guess her number one. Mayo, I want you to guess her number one, the company that gave her the most money in the last election. Hmm. Because <laughs> I, I made the, the amount up, but because I just briefly looked at how much it was. Microsoft Corporation is the number one on her list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you see the email um, that she sent? <laughs> And they gave her $116,000 last election. Yeah, I like how she put it in the email, you know, like, this is an urgent matter, you know, yeah. it's a serious business. <laughs> them Sony guys, they're evil. You need to stop them, Japan. Yeah, okay, Senator Cantwell, we know why you wrote this letter. <laughs> okay, we know. <laughs> 
Uh, I want to look up the other guys now. Adam Smith contributions. <laughs> That's the we got to find all of us. Microsoft for all of them, bro. Yeah, exactly. Right. That- that's all this is, guys. Number Except one for the for the one Sony of America guy, you know. Yeah, the one like, guy. Fuck that. <laughs> oh man. Yep. That's crazy. Yeah, I found it on her website. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, somebody pointed that out real quick. I was like, yeah, okay. That makes sense. It's all right there, black and white. So, um, you can yeah, find whatever. all this shit. Let's look at his. Let's look at his. Okay, his contributors. Look at everything. Look at the list here. Oh. Number two on the list. Guess who it is? Number two. Uh, yeah. Microsoft. Oh, what a surprise! <laughs> oh, look at that, Gunny. Number one. Number one is. Uh, some company called Kratos Defense and Security. Oh, is that the drone company? I have no idea what they are. I got a this... uh, friend of a friend. He works for a drone company. That sounds familiar. Yeah. They send they send drones over. Like, oh, let's see. Okay. Uh, let's find, uh, I'm going to find this. Other guy. I'm going to find the other That's all I can say. I'm going to look all these Gosh. guys up. Yeah. Defense drones. Guarantee that all these guys is top fucking campaign donator. Microsoft is in the top five. Let's look at this yeah. guy. Uh, Derek Kilmer. So look, oh, his Microsoft is number twelve on his list, but they're still up there in the top twenty. Yeah, so all these guys, dude, all these guys. Like I said, they're all paid. They all get a little bit of money to their campaign, you know. They all lobby for the same stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, how oh, it is, dude. What? Why are you? Are you, are you surprised, Mail? That this how this works? You're a muted Mail. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I muted myself. Yeah, not in the least. Yeah, I mean. Look at let's look at Marilyn Strickland, who's one of the representatives in Washington, who who was all about this letter, Mayo and Gunny. She's all about it, right? Calling Sony the evil ones. Number three on her list, Microsoft. Guess what number two is, Mayo? You will never guess. Ubisoft. Never, nope, you will never guess, just, Gunny. Okay, I'm never gonna get. Okay, uh, uh. Mm. You'll never guess. Walmart. I don't know. I'm just literally no. like companies out there. What's the biggest PC market for games? Nvidia. Valve. Valve. Ooh, there you go. Valve is number two on her donators list. See, and, and Amazon is number one. I mean, see, all these guys are bought by all these fucking companies, man. That's all it is. Home Depot is in there. All these companies that. Buy these, buy all these candidates, man. But yeah, Microsoft is number three on on the list here for her. So it's like all these members guarantee you Microsoft is on the list. All of them getting paid, and you know what? You know what's crazy? They're both Republican and Democrat, honey. Yeah, it's a joint effort. They're crossing the aisle. It's like no, they 
They all got papers. They're all there to unite. Yeah, they're all uniting forces, Gunny, for the gamers. Right, Mayo? They're all uniting for us. They are. To get that Japanese games on the Xbox. They're they're dedicated. They're uniting for us. Yeah, fucking right. You guys are fucking paid. You know what? Maybe we should start paying these senators, guys, so they can lobby for us. (laughs) Lobby Horrible Gamers Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. There you Target. go. Start doing Good. it. There we go. We're going to grow that way. Genius. Yeah, Gunny, send him some money. You must listen to Horrible Gamers podcast after the Pledge of Allegiance every morning in school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's played in the background <laughs> of every, every school day plays, all day long. It's fucking six-hour podcast playing all day long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Give us $100,000. <laughs> Say what you want on the show. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, that's what I have for news. Microsoft is pushing the shit. Sony is the bad guy, even though, I mean, I kind of agree with what they're saying, but at the same time, it's like, whatever, dude. Like, Microsoft does it too, man. You know what I mean? Like, everyone does it. Exclusives are exclusives. Yeah. I can't I think of, I'm, I was trying to think off the top of my head, as far as third-party stuff, I know there's been timed exclusives, but... Well, Microsoft doesn't get Final Fantasy, do they? What's the last, there's no Final Fantasy on the Xbox. No, so, what? you know when Phil came on, he's like, I'm going to get all the Japanese games, which he did, he came through on it. Uh, what, as far as like what all Japanese your, games did he get? All right, so, okay, all the ones he brought over to like Game Pass, like... The Yakuza series, all the old okay, shit. Though. Okay, Persona. there have been some yeah, Persona. Yeah, okay, I seen those. Uh, but is I that think... available on the console Game Pass as well, or just the PC Game Pass? No, I'm pretty sure it's available on. I got you on the console. On console as well. Hey, okay, wow. So yeah, I've played. Matter of fact, I played a couple on. I think I played most of them on the console. Um, yeah, all those ones that came over there. You've got. Uh, I don't know. I think Nino Nino Cooney. I think that's all. That's on Game Pass right now. But I think that's always been on Xbox. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm just I'm just trying to think of anything you know from previous generations of consoles that you know that were always just like on PlayStation One or two or three. So, uh, but I know Square. They've done. I don't. Know, I know they've done deals with different, like you know for. Like you said, Nintendo for Sony. Maybe they've done them for Xbox as well, for all I know. What deals do have Sony? Where? I don't know what. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Yeah, I can't think of like. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of a third party thing that's not going to oh, come to play. I mean, anything. Tomb Raider was an exclusive. The first one was for the Xbox, right? Yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> yeah, I learned that, that recently. Exclusive. Uh, uh, I don't know. Everything else seems like it went to everything. Uh, yeah, yeah I can't. I can't think of anything third party related. So, almost like uh, only things like I've heard in podcasts where I was like, "Oh wow, I didn't know that." I just assumed it was on PlayStation, but no, there's Final Fantasies on the Xbox. They're in Japan and shit. Yeah, there's Final Fantasy Type Zero. Yeah, they're all on Game Pass mostly. Yeah, they're all in yeah. there. So why is Xbox crying about it then? 
I think just that that game in particular, because if you remember back, we read an article regarding when the newest Final Fantasy. I want to say when Sony came up with their version of Game Pass, mm. and there was I don't know there was something with an email again. I'm I'm just going off the cuff here where they were. It was like they were they made it to where like hey look uh, this, this is not going to be on Game Pass. We are not going to allow it. I think that's what Sony wrote in their email to somebody to say it's just it's not going to be allowed. Um, you know, in Square Enix, I guess, you know, again, this was communication back and forth. And yeah, that that caused a lot of fucking, you know, that stirred shit up because they're like, wait, what? Like never like it just can yeah. never come there. Like what, even if it's four years later, they're like, no, you can't have it. So I don't know. Like it was a lifetime deal or something. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, if if Square, you know, that's they're the ones making the game. And if they agree to it, then I don't know. It's I guess it is like damn near an exclusive game in, in a sense, you know. Uh, I guess. Right. That 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 uh, game and its DLC are never coming to Xbox. So. I'm just trying but, to like. I don't know, man. Like, I'm trying to think. Does right now does Almost. Xbox have more games than PlayStation Five? Yeah, I don't know the. I don't know. That's a hard one to break down. Without like, without taking like, without like thinking of backwards compatibility, like at all, just PS Five and Xbox Series games. The problem with the Xbox is that they're all backwards compatible, right? That, that's the problem. Yeah. Um, like most. Who has more games right now, the PS5 or the Xbox Series consoles? I think doesn't the five have more exclusive? I mean, more first-party stuff. I would say the PS5 has more first-party stuff. Yeah. And just as much releases. I would say if I had a guess, I would say PS5. But I don't know. I mean, Xbox has a lot of studios, dude. Right. Yeah, but they, they haven't can't. really announced much, you know, since they've purchased them. I mean, you've got what Redfall coming out from uh, Bethesda, whoever that Tango. I don't know Tango Works. I don't know who the fuck makes these games. Um, put me on the spot here, but uh, yeah, what else is coming besides Redfall? I don't know. So, and again, Microsoft with their, you know, exclusives where, again, that that term is is used lightly because they're always going to come to like Steam. Oh, yeah, right. Not always, but it's just they're not like that. true exclusives, I guess. Yeah, 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 that's the way I see it. Like, I they're see it console, that way because console exclusives, but not really exclusive if you could put it on the PC. Exactly. Yeah, well, I think they should just come out and say it, just not on PlayStation. How about that? Just, just get a PC, people. I like. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I could see like why people don't want a PC because of the cost, right? It's right. too expensive. But like, still, like, why? Why not do it? And just okay. Think about the cost I, of having. Think about the cost of having both consoles. This is like a thousand dollars, right, for the the series. X and whatever the yes, thousand fucking dollars. Just spend it's, that money on a PC. 
Yeah, you're right, because it's like I can't afford to have PlayStation Plus and Xbox Game Pass at the same time. I figured that out. I'm like, oh, that's too much, you know? Yeah, that's that's why I ended up dropping Game Pass for a little while because I've been playing so much on it and there's so much stuff on PS Plus that I've been playing backwards. You know, like I haven't played so many of these old PS4 titles. Like I've been getting way more out of the PS Plus right now for myself over Game Pass. Like I know Game Pass is a great deal and I think Game Pass is better overall, but there's so much stuff on the PlayStation plan right now that I haven't played that I'm going back, you know, like the Uncharted games and, you know, the last of us PS4 remake was on there, you know, like all their most of the first party stuff is on there. I could go back yeah. and play the Ratchet and Clanks and all that kind of stuff as well. Right. So for me, I've been utilizing. I know. I, I miss Xbox. it. I want to go black. Want to go ba- uh, black? I want to go back and do some Sackboy. <laughs> do some play some Jack and Daxter and whatever else is on there. Um, yeah. Uh, what is it? I own The Last of Us. Did I buy two? I can't remember. Um, matter of fact, Final Fantasy 16. Um, yeah, I that's on the PS Plus and I now I can't play it, you know, because I don't I'm not paying my monthly subscription for it. So. That's a good one. That is I'm looking good. at I'm looking at a list right now of all. Some of the major IPs that. That they would own that Microsoft would own if they when well when they buy Activision Blizzard. I think it's more like a when not if. So yeah. uh they're gonna own Beanox, which is a Canadian studio and acquired that was acquired by Activision. And uh so they've worked on Call of Duty, Black Ops, Cold War, Crash Bandicoot, Tony Hawks. They're going to own Blizzard, which, of course, makes World of Warcraft, StarCraft, Overwatch, Hearthstone, Diablo, etc. High Moon Studios, which they're a supporting studio who worked on Call of Duty titles and Destiny 2. Infinity Ward, which, of course, makes Call of Duty and uh, uh, Warzone mode. They're going to own King, which is best known for Candy Crush. And uh, Raven Software, which they're the ones that made Soldier of Fortune, Star Wars Jedi Knight 2, Quake 4, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, and their support Call of Duty titles as well. Yeah. And Sledgehammer Games, which was founded in 2009, they make Call of Duties. Toys for Bob, which apparently are the ones that made Skylander, the Skylander games. They also made the Spyro game, the Reignited Trilogy, the Crash Bandicoot 4. Uh, They were used most recently for Call of Duty Vanguard as well. And then Treyarch, which makes mostly Call of Duty franchise since 2008, World at War. So these are big, but uh, some of the titles that they're going to own in the gaming industry is Call of Duty, they're going to own Call of Duty, they're going to own Warcraft, Candy Crush, Tony Hawk, Diablo, Overwatch, Spyro, Hearthstone, Guitar Hero, Crash Bandicoot, and StarCraft. Is that it? Well, no, there's over 30 IPs that Yeah, (laughs) I know you were going to, like, you were pausing, I wasn't sure, like, those are just the major ones. Those are just the major ones, yeah. Yeah. 
it's a lot. And you think about that, what they already own by having acquired Bethesda and and their big fucking titles. Like, so, what so don't does, they own? <laughs> all right, so does this level the playing field, Jesus? After this is said and done, does this level the playing field with with Sony? Yes and no, not until the games come out. Yeah, say so they gotta get some games out first. Yeah. I mean, everyone thought, right, like, oh, yeah, Bethesda's gonna level the playing field. Okay, yeah, maybe. If, if that fucking game, that fucking star game what the fuck is it called starfield if starfield delivers but what if starfield is a flop true what if uh redfall is a flop right i mean it doesn't it seems like a, a games for service here we go just another what if know. what if the next fable is a know. flop yeah what if all these big titles that microsoft has paid billions of dollars for mail like the it's all next- a gamble the next Elder Scrolls. What if all that shit just flops? What if it's not good? Don't say that. That's a curse, man. What if it's Skyrim not right? I mean, will be I'm, I'm, hes- I'm hesitant about Starfield. I know people are excited for it. I'm Me too. I'm it. just really hesitant. Yeah, I'm hesitant because usually by, th- by this point in time, most studios or big studios that are releasing a game that's that big, right? It's building up hype. They are releasing fucking videos all the time fucking gameplay trailers they're holding this close to their chest for some reason i think are they scared you know what i think it is you know what i think it is it's cyberpunk syndrome they're scared yeah they're scared to build up hype like cyberpunk or like no man's sky even yeah like there's another one building up hype like that and being like when people play they're like well why can't i do that if i saw that on the trailer why well, what's that this? game that it's not Marvel? It's uh, gosh, it just they just showed gameplay of it recently. Um, not the Marvel universe, but the what's the other universe? Jesus, DC. Is it was it the DC game that they showed? They did like a presentation, right? And I don't know if it was an hour or two hours. And I think people just came out like with just the pitchforks and the and the fucking torches and. This game is fucking trash and how dare everybody has like a, a like a grappling hook and you're just shooting purple balls. I don't know. To me, like I heard the description and then I watched and I went, this doesn't look too bad. It's not a game for me, you know, like, mm. it, it, you know, it's not. But it's definitely for people. Definitely. They're going to be out there playing it every day. Uh, there is a market for it. But didn't they just scrap the get not scrap it but just like we're just not going to release it and till further notice and yeah i don't know they just but i think that's i think bethesda takes notice when they see things like that where they're like oh gosh you know they're going to see our game and they're going to hate it and you know maybe it's just better to do it uh one month in advance or whatever you know start trickling videos out to your ign's and game informer news media outlets you know so and we're, then we're going to restrict uh, what v- review copies we send out, you know, so. You know, to what outlet we send it to. So I don't know. Is that a start sm- strategy? Maybe it is, right? Maybe it is a smart strategy. They might sell more copies that way. They don't want to yeah. show all their cards at once or, you know, if they don't feel fully confident. Well, in their I game. mean, are they really going to sell copies or people are just going to play on Game Pass? Yeah, that's going to be a majority of your where people play the game. How, how are they counting that? Okay, so like, 
I also want to know that, right? Because remember, remember when back in the day, Microsoft was touting, oh, Game Pass, it, it's making the gamers spend more money on games and, and developers are seeing more money on their games being spent because more gamers are trying their games and then they buy their game. But then recently we got that article, Gunny and Mail, remember? Where people, it's like some publishers came out and said like, like, fuck no, Game Pass sucks. We put our game on there and and then people played it, but then nobody bought it. So, like, we didn't make enough money off that shit. Yeah, I like, don't know yeah, how. Like, yeah, Microsoft paid us an initial amount of money to put it on there, right? Like, yeah, we made that money, but then we didn't make any more money. We just fucking lost money because we put the shit on Game Pass on some fucking or subscription model. They didn't meet their, like, potential that they could have yeah. met. Yeah, you know, I think like, Outriders was a good example. More money. Yeah. I don't know, like the again, you're you're dealing with like three different four different companies with the Outriders game situation. That was a but little like bit still. different. They could probably look at it and see, like, say they release a game on PS5 and Xbox Series yeah. X. They could see the sales um, on PS5 and be like, okay, well, we have like not even we made an twenty million of the sales. Yeah, see, we yeah. made twenty million on PS5, but we made one million on Xbox, but we got paid. 10 million yeah game Micro- pass. So we made 11 million but we could have sold way more on yeah. xbox if we would have released maybe i mean they could probably see they're, that they're still doing that type of thing jesus because i just saw it recently on again on twitter um and i think it was with atomic heart where they talk about you know this game reached eight million people like it reached them it didn't say they bought it it just says it reached them you know Bro, it reached me, and I played it for 20 minutes, and I turned it off because it was yeah. on Game Pass. <laughs> so you're part of that reach, Am I right? part of that reach? You're added to that list, yes. Mayo, you're part of that 8 me. million people. I'm just making the number up, but it could be 3 million. All right, it up. reached me, but I don't give a fuck about it, so I didn't buy it. It didn't touch you, right? Okay, but listen, had it not been on Game Pass, maybe I would have bought it. That would have still... It. <laughs> but no, 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 well, I would have bought Pass, it. Yeah. No, but say okay, but no, take a take a take out the equation of the PC. Say I'm not a PC gamer right now, and I'm just a regular Xbox PS5 gamer guy, and Atomic Heart came out, and there wasn't a Game Pass option. My option would be to go to fucking GameStop and buy it on a disc. Yeah. Try it out and then return it if I didn't like it, or buy it digitally and have to keep it forever. That is still a sell that that company would have made 60 bucks off of. Right. You know what I mean? They would have sold it as a full price retail game. Instead, now I got to subscribe to Game Pass for 15 bucks a month. And I tried it and it took tw- an hour of my life, but I, I'm never going back to it again. So, like, yeah, I, I think that Game Pass is, is literally hurting the gaming industry in the future i don't think like yes i'm not saying that it's not a good investment for the gamers mail game pass is good for the consumer i think it's bad for the companies right so with that right, said, Jesus, let's look at okay for example this atomic heart right again i don't know the numbers right they're just they're just kind of promoting this as like a success right through the Twitters, through the media outlets, but right, listen, so you've you got, got Starfield, Starfield, right? Starfield. Hey, say Xbox has a hundred million people subscribed to Game Pass by the time Starfield comes out. We have one hundred million people on the PC and on the Xbox consoles. 
paying for Game Pass when Starfield comes out. Starfield is an Xbox exclusive. How many people are going to buy the game versus just try it out on Game Pass? Okay, with that said, Game Pass didn't exist. Bethesda could be sitting there thinking, okay, we're projecting we're going to sell 30 million copies of this. That's our projected sales. We're going to hit, oh, not even, okay, we'll, we'll say 15 million. We're going to sell 15 million copies of Starfield. We know this because we have 9 million pre-orders, and we're pretty confident in our game that we can push out 6 million by word of mouth and marketing. And then whatever else is just gravy on the fucking on the mashed potatoes, right? Like that's whatever else extra, that's just gravy for us. But we're gonna we have nine million pre-orders. And we could do six million with marketing and shit. <clears throat> but now now they're gonna sell what? Maybe nine million copies just in total, because the other six million that they would have made with the marketing doesn't account anymore because people are just trying it on game pass i'm just saying i think companies are legit not making as much money as they could because of game pass i honestly I wonder think i but i do wonder case. another thing like i'll just add to that jesus where um again we're talking again i'm just speaking specifically like Atomic Heart, right? So you've got Focus Entertainment, right? Which is the publisher. I'm sure they made their money. You're right. And so Mundf Mundfish, I think is the name uh, of the actual company. Like, who knows? Did that really benefit them? You know, um, maybe another one with uh, maybe not that purse party ex exclusive like you talked about, because we'll never know. Right. Like Bethesda might be like, damn, we kind of we didn't hit our mark or whatever. But it's not like they're going to even say it, you know. Microsoft would feel like, don't worry about it. We'll get it on the next Starfield style type deal, you know, or who knows? It could be a success. And I don't know. It's I don't know how helpful this. I just found this random website. It's called Game Sensor. And Atomic Heart, it says in here, has made in February 11 million gross. Right. But when I go back, you can go back into. Uh, like the top games and stuff like that. I, like this have a nice death game. I actually just picked this up on Steam. It's into it. This game came out, and when you click on that in February, it's made 50k, and that's an indie game. Or well, yeah. well, it's actually Gearbox, but it's only a 22 dollar game. I think so, it's only on PC. I don't know if I saw it on console. What's that? The uh, have a nice death? Yeah, I did see it on Steam, but did not mm. see that on console. Maybe it's just not out yet. Yeah, I don't know if it was or not, but it's made 50K, so it's made, what was the other one, 11? So like 39 more thousand in February? Yeah. Then Tom McCart? But how many people are, you know, yeah, you know, how many people bought Atomic Heart because it was on Game Pass, they just didn't buy it. Right. Yeah. Like I said, I think uh, we we've talked about this before. I think we won't know for a good long while. I don't know. I'm thinking like five years from now, right? I think a lot of it will be, uh, you know, revealed. I think it's that's what's going to happen, right? Whether it's from 
people within Microsoft or just from news, you know, you're going talk to or something like this whole time, you know, it's just been ruining the the gaming market with these Game Pass subscriptions, right? Like, you know, you've got not only Microsoft, you've got Sony doing it as well. So um, kind of got both both big companies doing the same thing. So. But I don't know, I mean, on the other hand, Jesus, you've got all these gaming companies in in the deals, right? These publishers, right? So it's probably just the publishers telling these uh, smaller game companies, this is this will benefit you in so many ways, you know? So you'll sell more copies, you'll stay relevant. We'll see. See how that goes. I'm so messed around on this website, Jesus. It's kind of interesting. I had up a brought up a, a charted Steam top charts for February. Hogwarts Legacy, 166 million. Second place for February was Sons of the Forest at 34 million. Damn. So, Hogwarts like, Legacy had four times the players. Look at Damn. the difference, the numbers. Like after that, it was Modern Warfare at 20, Elden Ring at 15, Red Dead Redemption 2 was still at number five. The Dead Space remake was next. Then Atomic Heart was number seven on Steam. Then it made 11 million. Then right behind it was Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that game just never dies. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm I'm just looking at video games and, and the sales and all that. Like, I don't know. I, I just... Who knows? We'll see. I just hope Starfield isn't a flop. And if it is, then I'm scared for Fable. Because if Fable is a flop, then what does Microsoft have? What was the point of acquiring these studios? Are we going to release shit games? Because it's not the studios that are, right? you know, like, what's going on here? Like, is it just Microsoft is bad luck? What's going on, you know? Hey, they got Halo. Halo's doing... Never mind. Dude, come on now. Like, they fucked up their other... All this shit that Microsoft has had, they fuck it up. Okay? They just, they somehow fumble the ball. Like, Halo, at this point in time, it's been fucking 20 years, right, Gunny and Mail? Everybody Halo, Halo should be beating Call of Duty. <laughs> okay? It should. It definitely should. It should be the better shooter. Instead, they're so focused on acquiring a new company with the new shooter. Like, what's going to happen to Halo when you own Call of Duty? Oh, good point. Is it going to overshadow Halo? You think they'll shut down 343? They'll be a support studio for Call of Duty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Is 343 going to become a support studio for the next Call of Duty title mail? Can you just see the guy in there, like the designer? He's like, what the? Can't put Master Chief fucking armor. On fucking yes, we can. Yes, we fucking can. You're gonna make a a Master Chief skin for the <laughs> Call of Duty guy. You're gonna make well, we gotta it right put it now. on PS5 too. So Captain we can't Price, just throw that in there. Captain Price is Master Chief now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna put Captain Price in the Master Chief suit. It's all gonna be canon. All these Call of Duty guys are in Halo now. They're all part of Halo. What are those things Halo. called? Grunts? Are we just gonna see those running around the battlefield? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Got little shields saying. up. Right, guys, like the fuck. Just off the top of my head, I just kind of ran over, jumped in my head. We haven't talked about it at all. Have any of you guys messed with the uh, the 
Fortnite 2.0 creator thing? No, I no. think I was going to read that part of the article, which they showed off in the new Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. yeah, I suppose I'm hearing some good things about it, but I haven't, I haven't checked it out. I'm just kind of curious. I think it's going to be a good where online. people can actually get paid for it. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be this hassle thing where they get a percentage or something. Like, they actually get money for it, which is nice. I don't really know what all it is. I didn't really dig into it a whole lot. My son didn't really mention anything about it, and so I've only seen just a little bit. But I was curious if you guys have seen anything on it. Yeah, just the initial presentation. But they showed off some cool shit over there on that. UE5. Nice. Um, all right, guys, we got our uh, over here at the console corner. Not much has changed. We're still we're still right at the very end of March with uh, PlayStation 5. But get that Battlefield 2042 and Minecraft Dungeons over on PlayStation uh, and Code Vein for PS4, PS5, Xbox Gold. Yeah, same stuff. Same all three games. Trooper, Brook, Sudden Strike 4, the complete edition and Lamentum. So I'll go it all the way. Those are even going to go all the way. Now they're just shooting them all the way to April. Like they'll just say, mm. yeah, just fucking download it this month and next month. We don't care. So, <laughs> they're not even getting creative with it. <laughs> um, we have something new here, Jesus, for Game Pass. Oh. So Nino Kuni 2 and Civilization 6. So the difference nice. with this one is it's actually on console. So it's very controller friendly. Nice. Yeah. I heard it. It wasn't well received as 5. I heard a lot of people prefer 5 over top. Yeah. But... I think I remember that, man. When you joined the show, I was like, I think you were telling me, like, in the library, play five, but six is not that great. Yeah, but, I have both, and I think everybody prefers five. Yeah. They changed some things in six, and people didn't like it. Hmm. Um, over here in the Epic Store, we've got, we've got some cool stuff in here for your free Epic cool. game. So you have Chess Ultra, Ultra Chess. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I don't have the app open for that. I might open that up because there were some things in there where you can play some chess in 4K and VR. So you Whoa. get VR rooms. Don't you want to play some hardcore chess Jesus in VR? Yeah. So, you know, every time I you know, played VR, I thought to myself, you know what I could be doing right now instead of shooting this stupid gun? I could be playing chess. Right. You could be VR. staring at a, at, at, your, at a table. Yeah. For hours. You know, right. Instead of flying this cool 747 jet, jumbo jet and flight simulator, I could be, I could be sitting at a table playing chess. Instead of doing mommy milkers 2.0 yeah. in VR, you could be playing chess. So instead of watching this VR porn and Pornhub, I could be, I could be playing chess. Uh, that's what I always thought when I was playing in VR. <laughs> I always thought to myself, I could be playing chess. <laughs> Get on the limit, yeah. my friends. Get on the limit. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, when I'm when I'm sitting here gaming, I think to myself, I could be playing chess. Why we am should I all shooting? be playing chess. That's well, what you need to add well, into this Discord party thing. You know, I think we all need some chess in our lives. Three-way chess. You know? Three-way super, chess. Super chess. In, in 4K. Oh, in 4K. That, 
you know, I always, you know, every time I, I, you know, I play chess in real life, I'm thinking to myself, you know how this could be better, Mayo? VR. And if it was in 4K. Right. With, with ray tracing. If it only had RTX mode. In real life, we don't have that shit. We don't have no stupid RTX mode. No way to but, play it like but that. But in the, in, the, in the PC, in the console, you do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Also, you've got another badass game here, but you got to download the game first, I found. 420. Um, which requires the base game. This is called World of Warships. Okay. This is the starter pack. It's Ishizuki. Ishizuki is the name of it. Jesus, have you ever just stared, started out on your way in World of Warships? Dip your toes into the water with a premium battleship and a Ooh. set of sweet bonuses. Do you get it? Battleship, right? Kind of like a battle pass. Yeah, Ooh. this is like your battle pass into World of Warships. Listen, bro, you're going to get in there. Everyone's going to have this ship. Yeah. So, like, it's not even an advantage. Right, you're going to think you're special. You can jump in. And you got, oh, look at like, me, guys. Look at me and my cool ship. Japanese. Uh, battleship, be like, bro. Oh, everyone, yeah. everyone has the Japanese battleship. What are you doing? So everyone. this pack includes. Mayo has it. His dog has it. Everyone has it. This is the tier four battleship, Jesus. You get. You also care. get a port slot. Eleven. What the fuck epic... is a? Why would I want a port slot? Well, because otherwise you got to pay coins. You got to pay coins, and this one comes oh. with a free port slot. I don't know. I'm making it up as I go. Um, but no, oh, is that what, like you can park it so you could park it like in a port? That oh, that makes sense. You park it in your port slot. I only watched it on Twitch and went, Should I just download this free to play game? I don't know. You know, there's people that that's all it's they cool. play. There's yeah. no, I'm not even bullshitting. World of, world of planes and yeah, world of worlds. There's people that like build PCs mail, and all they do with that fucking PC is play World of Warships, right. That's all they do. That's all. That's literally all they do. You know, I saw a guy on Facebook gaming the other day. And the fucker built like a badass like gaming setup. It it was pretty cool, actually. It looks like he had like five monitors around him and like around him. Big ass monitors, I'm going to say. I'm assuming he was on a PC mail and gunny. But he had like a fucking like a semi truck dash in his living room and they had like fucking RGB lights on it and shit. And he had a big fucking steering wheel, like a semi truck. And he was driving and he was driving the fucking semi truck. And like the screens were like all around him were like this, <laughs> like the, the windows and this fucker, all he did for like the 30 minutes that I watched him is sit there and play Mexican music really loud and drive this semi truck and people were just watch like I'm talking like at least a thousand people were watching this stream and giving him like stars and shit and all he was doing was driving a semi truck, Gunny. Damn. Gunny, this this guy's living I'm, your fucking life in his right? house, in his living room, and he's getting paid to do it. Okay, that's all he's doing is driving this fucking semi truck in a game. You know when I went to get the Xbox, uh Earlier last week, one of the first burst buys we went to, uh, I think we were there for a fridge. I think I mentioned this. No, but 
so the wife saw like over in the console section, she goes, what's that? She saw the steering wheel and it was for, I think it was for Xbox. Um, it was like a racing wheel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's, that's a racing wheel for racing games. Do you have that? And I'm like, no, well, I, where would I put it? You know what I mean? Like I'd have to like take it off because you know, it's gunny. gunny and I went, I looked at the price. It was like three twenty nine. I know those things are like, like, no, I so expensive. Gunny, yeah. playing mud runner. Gunny, you have a whole second house. You fucking grab one of those rooms. All right, listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can definitely Rip, put it there. Listen, go, okay, tomorrow I'm going to go buy the steering wheel. Go go up there. Rip the dashboard off of your truck at work. Install it oh, in one of the shit. rooms. Put a fucking pair in there. I can go to the junkyard at, the, at work and grab build the yourself, Build yourself a truck simulator thing and just start streaming on Facebook and just stream like really loud Mexican music or like just like random Arab music or something and just just drive yeah. a semi truck. Don't even talk. Just just sit there and drive <laughs> and people will watch you. I'm, I'm going to get a thousand even... people following me. Huh? Yeah, you're going to be the biggest streamer on Facebook gaming. You think, do. you think Shroud and this ninja guy and these motherfuckers can do it? You could do it, Gunny. Fucking sit there and you just drive and stream. Gunny Trucker, going down the road. Gunny Trucker is a great channel name. You fucking call. Go get that name, patent it right now. Trademark. It's your license, and then you use it, and then you just drive. I'd be like, thanks for the biddies and the flowers and whatever fucking diamonds and... You don't even yes, gotta thank him. I'm a real you truck driver, guys. Did you know that? I'm a real one. You don't even real have life. to. You don't even have to thank him. You just have like an automated thank you thing on your fucking chat. Fucking AI these days, right? Mm-hmm. Have, have Chat GPT thank them for you as you're fucking driving. Okay, that's all you have to do. Just fucking drive. That's all. What are you doing Fuck with yeah, your dude. life? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Should have bought that yeah. wheel. See, it's only three hundred thirty bucks. Yeah. 330 bucks now, which will make you like a million dollars in a year. So you'll be good. Yep. Get that donation page up immediately. Yeah. I need to add that to my Twitch. Gunny, Gunny's just account. driving. Gunny's just driving. No refunds. Yep. Non refundable. Anyways, it's All 420 right. episode. Yeah, man. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. 420. Uh, how high are you, male? Mm. Well, it's not legal here in Ohio, so not at all. Uh, well, Damn. Uh, Damn question. For, for legal reasons, he had to say that. Huh, for legal purposes. That's can you have it mailed to your house? Can I send you weed in the mail? I'm pretty sure you can. Just fucking send it. I don't it. know. Just do like it, honey. Listen, you really think the USPS has the resources to track all the weed down in the mail? No. Do you think if I put it on there, like, contains cannabis or whatever, do you think they're going to call local law enforcement? No. I don't think they're going to care. I think they're just going to deliver it, but we don't fucking care. It's weed. It's not fucking... what's What's the big hit drug right now on the streets? It's not... Some fucking what's that shit that everybody's dying off of? Oh, that is that Trank or something, or is that like the latest of the latest? What's it, what's it called? I forget what it's called, but I it's, always it's forget. It's not shit. meth. No, it's not meth. 
Fuck, I, I had it in my head and I just fucking forgot, blanked out. What are they know. bringing across the border, man? What's that called? Yeah. China makes it? No idea. Yeah, China makes it and they bring it across the border. Uh, oh, I forget. I know people are yelling at us. You don't know the names of these drugs. Hey, you fucking stupid. No, but there's this one called, is it called Trank? And I guess it's like a zombie drug. Uh, and like you get these like, uh, like these sores that break out on your legs or something. And like you get these holes in your body. I don't know. It's fucking sick. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that's called Trank, but. Nasty. Terrible stuff. Never tried any of that garbage. I don't like it. So I'll stick to my weed, man. My beer. All right. Are we done with the show? Yeah, I believe so. Everybody's too high. Um, Go find me on Xbox. Yeah, man. On there. Mm. On Steam and Epic Store under Gamertag, Gunny Chief. And over on, uh, what else? PlayStation, still HGP underscore Gunny. Gunny. Over on Twitter, I'm at Kane Marston. K-A-I-N-M-A-R-S-T-O-N. I made it to where I can actually, like, I can fucking... It's easy to find me, guys. Just go over there and Twitter. So. Oh, yeah. But you'll find me as Gunny Chief on the Twitters, man. Tweeting out stuff. I usually don't. I just put weather related pictures and weed stuff. Where do you find your mail? <laughs> <laughs> I changed my name so my work don't find me. Good idea. And then uh, you can find me as the mail. Well, the mail one pretty much everywhere Discord, Steam, PES Network now, and on the Xbox. Well, you, Jesus. Find me on everything as Jesus walks a lot. Jesus walks a lot. Jesus walks a lot. All right, I think he's done. <laughs> Send Dude. us out of here, Mayo. Send us out. He's Jesus. done. He's toast, bro. Jesus walks. All right, folks, catch us next week on the next episode of the Horrible Gamers Podcast. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Don't fall down, Jesus. Don't fall down. Uh, Jesus walks a lot. <laughs>